0: Warning, the Dub Talk podcast contains language and content that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Also, this episode may contain spoilers for the anime Tata Never Falls in Love, so please use caution in case you have yet to finish the series. This is a full review episode.
0: And finally, the opinions expressed are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the entire Dub Talk podcast as a whole. So, Steph? Yeah?
1: You wanna... You wanna go take some pictures?
0: Sure, I have my camera packed aside. I'll have to go dig it out real quick. What do you what were you thinking of?
1: Uh, you know, just the two of us going around town, finding some pictures of any dumb cats. Some dumb fat cats and their adorable fat fluffy bodies. Uh you You're know, speaking some of my ce-
0: language with the dumb fat cats on.
1: Some of the scenery of nature and the mm. stars, you know.
0: I like that.
1: Just the two of us. I like that. And our dumbass friend, Karu, who keeps taking selfies of himself. Get out of here, man. What the hell?
0: Uh, It was your idea to bring him along. You realize this, right? (sighs) Fine. Even though you said it was just the two of us, like you promised.
1: Believe me, it wasn't planned. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That being said, I think the three of us can still enjoy listening to the Dub Talk podcast Review the anime Tada never falls in love.
0: The master of Segways is here tonight, ladies and gentlemen.
1: You know it.
0: <laughs> Enjoy the episode. Papa Dua, Papa Dua. Welcome to Dub Talk, the podcast where a group of lovesick photographers talk about the latest and greatest in English dubs. My name is Stephanie, and tonight it is ladies' night here on Dub Talk. Yes! Ow!
2: Merry Christmas! I'm gonna jingle some bells in someone's pants tonight! It's time whoa. to quit
3: the ho 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 whoa, whoa, holiday. Whoa.
2: Side note, we're recording this the day after Christmas.
0: Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait. Who, who invited this guy in the corner here?
2: I uh, smell testosterone. I... Not very much, <laughs> but some.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Did please
1: you bring mine? Please send help. They've been taking pictures of me, and I've been tied up, and I think they put, like, a fucking body pillow of some schmuck from Oodipree next to me, and I'm very uncomfortable right now. Now, excuse me. Look, you me. take we that we sexual sexual body talk about...
4: pillow, and you like it. <laughs>
2: Excuse me, excuse
1: me, Oh, come on, Andrew, I
4: thought you liked pussy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, wait, 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 hold on.
2: (laughs) Isn't Andrew one of the vanilla boys who got a toy in that fucking quiz? (laughs) I don't know, but uh, I've heard he's pretty good at eating at the Taco Bell, if you know what I'm saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you consider me the... The vanilla boy when you always dunk on me for being horny on man.
4: We never said you were a vanilla boy. We said you liked vanilla boys, vanilla boys and Cecil. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. That's what you're <laughs> saying. At. Okay.
4: I mean, uh, uh, you, you, you you
2: pretty much hit a home run in the vanilla scale, if you know what I'm saying, Andrew. Anyways, um, <laughs> I, I'm here with these three
1: ladies and I'm fearful for my life. Here's the thing.
0: You volunteered for this episode way before Gigi just jumped in because she wanted to do the She would love the show.
1: I did volunteer because I was. You did
0: volunteer, so it's your own damn fault.
1: I was very curious about the show in question. What is the show in question, actually?
0: God damn it, you and your fucking segues. Here we go again.
1: Damn right. It's been a
0: minute since I've
2: done an episode with you, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: Now she's Um, hosting for
2: two. (laughs) Okay. Steph's not pregnant. I'm just here to make her uncomfortable. I am not pregnant. I am not pregnant. All right.
1: All right. You know what? Let's just get this out of the way. Just Do we
0: need to Are we addressing the elephant in the room right now? Let's address Dumbo? the
1: elephant in the room right now. <laughs>
0: yes, Dumbo.
1: Uh, Steph and I are currently an item and currently yes. dating, which is actually kind of amusing considering the show in question for tonight.
2: It's very And amusing. I we hook have- them up.
1: Whoop no, woo. you did
2: not. I
1: helped.
0: I helped. You helped. you you you, you, pl- you played wingman to both of us
2: somehow. <laughs> I well, helped, from what I'm hearing.
1: Look, I just wanted to get that out of the way yes. because it was all, it was going to come up because of these two over here.
4: I yeah. said absolutely nothing. I am an <laughs> angel. Perfect, oh no, I was coming down m- from the heaven yeah, okay. from God. Okay, yeah,
1: okay, look, Gigi was an angel.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> not
0: in my conversations uh. with her. <laughs>
1: Shut anyways,
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> <We> should... anyways. <laughs> all right. So, speaking of romance and love in the air and all this fun stuff, we're here to talk about a romantic comedy because Is a it Bible Black? A romantic comedy. No. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, God. <laughs> Damn it. So. <laughs> So it's been a minute since we've talked about just actual romantic that comedy that is in. not called Bible... I am going to murder you.
4: Alright, eight minutes in and she's already going to murder someone. God.
2: I mean, when you're locked alone with a Cecil body pillow for that long... <laughs>
0: Fuck. Alright, we're here to talk about a romantic comedy. It's been a hot second, so we're going to be talking about one that um, I know I personally have been excited for since it came out. Uh, in the spring of 2018, uh, mostly because it involved photography. I read something about photography in the summary, and then I was intrigued right away because I like doing photography. So that's probably why. But today we're going to be talking about the English dub of Tata Never Falls in Love, the 2018 series from Wow. My autocorrect <laughs> corrected Doga Kubo to Dogs Kubo. <laughs> What the fuck? Tada never is...
1: falls in love from Dogs Kubo, <laughs> who have known for Mothley Goral's Nozuki Kin. <laughs>
0: what? I'm not even gonna say anything. And, it is and they only made one
2: America... show this season. One show. Only
1: one. And the... Is...
0: the show, let me finish my fucking sentence. The show is licensed in North America by Sentai Filmworks. Um, yeah, if you couldn't catch on by the head, a lot of the production staff, this is actually, from my understanding, an original series, not based off of any manga or anything like that. And, um, much of the production staff that was behind Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, um, came in to take part in this one.
1: It's sharing a lot of staff from Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun and New Game. basically a lot of, uh, Dogakobo veterans, but it is very much more akin aesthetically and visually to something like... Uh, Nozaki-kun, and some yes. of their other works.
0: Yep. Um, if this is a series you have yet to see, here's a little summary I whipped up for you guys because there is no actual reliable summary anywhere. Uh, high school student and inspiring photographer Mitsuyoshi Tada has never fallen in love. One day while taking photos of the cherry blossoms, he meets a strange foreigner who is lost and separated from her companion. Enter Teresa Wagner, a young girl who, on a study abroad program along with her friend and bodyguard, Alec. After an array of strange coincidences, not only do Teresa and Alec end up in the same school as Tata, but they end up in the same class and join the photography, po- photography club. I can talk. And let's not forget, the girls are staying in a hotel next door to a coffee shop owned by Tata's grandfather. As the months go on and the time is spent with friends and each other, something begins to spark and feelings begin to be questioned. All the while, larger responsibilities will soon be on the horizon that may cause more harm than good. In a little tale of love, photos, and coffee, who's to say you'll never be able to fall in love?
1: Man, this sounds like something you'd read on the back of the show. Good job.
0: That was my goal! Thanks! <laughs> Anyways, as always, we're going to be going through the dub of the series, discussing casting performances and our overall thoughts. I'm going to go with the assumption that we're not even doing predictions, because... Uh, I-
1: don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Nope. I'm
0: going with that assumption, because, I mean, I did predictions, but the problem is I am just wrong on all accounts so it doesn't fucking matter anymore um but anyway make sure you have your shutter speed and iso settings on point because you'll want to capture every moment of today's episode so we're going to kick things off with the adr director and the script writers we have two technically here um with one of the script writers actually pulling double duty as our director for this show so I'm trying to figure out how to segue and start this off. <coughs> um, so w- I'm gonna start with who's our gonna writers. keep this so- show
2: on the straight and narrow? <laughs> <laughs> no one. No one.
0: <laughs> and Andrew's dead.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> not even the worst joke I'm making tonight. Christ.
1: It's not. I know her.
2: It's not. It's not. We're just getting started. So, oh like, no! We- I'm saving. Was- I'm saving one for the finale.
0: Oh, God. Oh, uh, tune in. turn in next time, kids. Um, anyway, so the scriptwriters. One of the scriptwriters, and probably the main scriptwriter here, is Marissa Lenti, who has done other script work for a series such as Bloom Into You, Rewrite It, and This Boy Suffers from Crystallization. And uh, as our other scriptwriter for primarily episodes three and four, and as our ADR director for the show, and probably one of the reasons why Gigi is fucking here at this point,
4: my rainbow uh, overlord.
0: <laughs> Rainbow Overlord, Mr. David Wald, uh, is both acting as director, and he also wrote episodes three and four of the script. Uh in terms of script work, you have probably seen him or heard some of his work from series such as Diabloch, Lovers More Blood, School Live, and chivalry Chivalry of a Failed Knight. As director, he has directed series such as Bloom into You, alra koga Mary Ewan's Last Warfare. And he has been announced as the out of nowhere. He has been announced as the ADR director for an upcoming dub for Love Stage.
4: Yes, queens.
0: Yes. So, so to start this off,
2: Megan, what are your thoughts on the directing and writing of? Of I've got to go fucking first. Make the bisexual chick go first. Why don't we?
0: Ugh. Megan. No, not Megan. Gigi didn't want to go fucking first. It's fine. I'll go first.
2: We've got to say who's on first. It's Megan. Uh, no, so I really like the directing and casting of the show. The direction of this show is funny and heartfelt without being- I assume the Rainbow Samurai shit had to be really fun to direct. (laughs) What color- Oh god. Sorry, Rainbow Shogun. What is the color of the rainbow? Green? No, the color of the rainbow is rainbow.
3: (laughs) Rainbow Shogun.
2: So what happens when you insult somebody at Pride? get your ass kicked really and I think that the cast is really a nice mix of people who you don't expect in a sentai show, people you do and having the absolute balls to cast a relative unknown in a Mamoru Miyano role <laughs> because yeah we'll get to him <laughs> but to me I think the out- absolute star of this show is Marissa Lenti's script writing yep uh, this show has a way of working references of, like, different things into the dialogue where it doesn't sound like they're making an overt reference to something. Uh, like, I think at one point, Karu opens a door and he goes, Here's Karu! And I'm like, okay, that's actually really funny because it just feels like a natural- Because he's chasing someone yeah. down. And it's it just felt like it's a really a natural reference. Um, I think at one point, somebody- uh, there's like a, there's like a Ghostbuster I think there's like a Ghostbusters joke at one point. Um. Afraid no ghosts. But, uh, the, the actual crowning achievement of this show is, uh, Marissa yes. Lenci's yeah, 1001 I am words for no poop, ghosts. Yes. Including, uh, the use of one of my all-time favorite phrases, Tiggle Bitties. But no, I, I really love the direction on this show and on the cast. I... <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching (laughs) it in Japanese, maybe more... eh, Sorry, wow, fuck that up. You can cut that out. I had more fun watching this in English than I did Japanese when I was watching this in the spring season. I think I got to episode 6 before I just got distracted and never went back to the sub, but... I'm happy that there's a dub now because I think the dub is really good. Um, Mm -hmm. I would probably... I think I was discussing it with Andrew. I'd probably put this as an A tier dub there's just a little something holding it back from being an s-tier dub to me but it's it's in no way a bad dub
1: my thoughts on this show is that uh david wald is a very commendable and reliable vocal director in regards to performances this is a comedy show so in general well it's a comedy drama romance it's got it's got the whole package it's so you gotta deal with a lot of eccentric Comedic, weird reaction noises and the like, as well as a lot more heartfelt, dramatic sequences, characters who are usually quiet, being sad. There's a lot of different emotional ranges on display for the cast of characters, and every one of them sounds genuine, believable, and really strong in my mind. I think the work that David Wald is doing is Genuinely fantastic, and I think it's worth celebrating. Now, the freaking script in this show, Marissa Lenti, I I've-, I've loved the work that these two did on Bloom Into You. I think that's a beautiful show. It's a little, b- but this is more comedic in nature, and they got to do a lot of weird, wacky shit in the dialogue of this. And man. Some of the things that they say are just... I'm debating whether or not I want to say save the shit that Alpha says for this section or
0: for <laughs> Alpha's section. Or when section. we talk about him? Oh lord, that's up to you.
1: It's just, I'll say at the very least, the combination of the, the amazing things these people are saying as well as the genuine gut-buster reactions I sometimes have from just the delivery of some of these lines, while also manage <laughs> to make me feel so many emotions. I'm, I'm super blown away by Marissa's work on this show to the point that like, it's probably like one of the strongest scripts I've heard all year period. It's, it's a this is a strong tag team duo and mm. I'm very impressed with the stuff they've done in this season alone, goddamn. Good shit, both of you.
4: Hey, Gigi. First off, to my good, my new good buddy Dave Wald (D.W.), thanks for throwing one to the streets. We needed it, uh, for real. Uh, no, uh, but so this dub could have easily gone astray. Let me tell you why. Because it's an accent show. You knew I was Here gonna bring go. it up.
2: Here we go. Oh, I forgot about the fucking accents.
4: You know how I feel about accents.
0: We all know how Gigi feels about accents,
4: mm -hmm. right? (laughs) But here's the thing with the accents in this show. They have a valid purpose. They're not just there to throw in accents. And the people who are supposed to have accents have them. And the ones who don't, don't. And I applaud this choice directorial or written, whichever it is, 1,000%. <coughs> they needed to make it sound like Teresa was speaking a different language and Alec was speaking a different language. And so to do that, they threw an accent on them that was almost like indiscernible, like you, some European country, which is actually a real European country, which I forgot. I don't remember. Luxembourg really You guys uh, may or may not L- be Luxembourg. May or may it's not be like- Luxembourg. Um, And then there are French accents because a character has a French accent, which they need because they come from different countries. And, you know, the big me cute is that, you know, it's a tourist in Japan trying to take a picture. And, you know, they may not speak the language or they have some kind of language barrier. But who cares? Because the dude's going to fall in love with her anyway. So I thought that the accent work in here was done really well. Um, The only like little thing that I have about it is that sometimes um, Alec was kind of hard to understand, but that's more like performance wise. But I have a hard time understanding accents a lot of the time, but maybe it's because I speak fluent French (laughs) that I could get these. So, I mean, everyone did a good job with their accents and they were put in and they had a purpose. So I really like that. The other thing I really liked about this show is the casting because they it really like put into it a bunch of really well-known actors and then a bunch of new actors or newer actors. So I thought that was really worth some applause. And Marissa Lenti always does amazing writing like she's just funny and she makes the story come across very easily like if there are weird or odd things in it that may not make as much sense in the Japanese she always finds a way to kind of turn them around and make them make sense in English so it's easier to understand uh this boy suffers from crystallization is a very good example of this but we won't talk about that at the moment um but I really think that this team does phenomenal things Mm -hmm. and it was very excited to watch a DW show made my day and I love this show. It's super fucking cute and it makes me cry and I love it. I love it.
0: This show is so fucking adorable. Oh,
4: God. <laughs> ah.
0: Can we talk about, apparently, because here's the thing with me. So I am I the only person who has seen this show entirely in I Japanese? I think you are. Probably. I, I
1: saw I the first two two or three episodes in Japanese.
0: So yes, I am then entirely. Um, I, I, this is why I love it so much. I've seen the show. I obsessed over the show. It's so cute and adorable. So seeing the reactions from the, my other three f- friends over here, it's like, oh boy. <laughs>
2: like, what was it earlier today? Guess who like, are you fucking the, moron?
0: chat that the three of us girls ha- have. Um,
2: um, looks like Cinderella. Guess <laughs> are you fucking moron? Someone was
0: crying in the club because yep. Teresa looked like Cinderella. It was, it was. Uh. The greatest reaction.
4: Me crying in my bed Congratulations on, on making it to first place, Tata. That
3: was the tonneau. other
0: one, yes. That was the other one. 11 no. o'clock last night. <laughs> now-,
1: <laughs> now I'm just imagining the fucking crab Shall Sebastian la. or something being like,
0: Motherfucker, Don't
4: be shy, just kiss you her already.
0: You're such a douchebag. Just fucking <laughs> kiss her. Just kiss me. the
2: girl. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. <laughs> I- I'd watch that live action remake.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> Get, question which one of us gets to be the crab is it me do i have to wear a crab costume wait sebastian's not a Sebastian crab is a, a crab you asshole. ignorant slut oh yeah. <laughs> yeah is he a crab oh well i take back that ignorant slut comment it looks like <laughs> i am the finally slut. i will pass
4: my lobster hat to you <laughs> Yeah.
2: Why is the ignorant slut crown? <laughs> shape? Now, now Megan
1: just, has, <laughs> now you, Megan just has to wear Now Megan has to wear like a lobster big that just says ignorant slut on it
4: <laughs> Can you write on that hat that you bought? Maybe make it a little sash?
2: No! I don't know oh where God. it was Andrew wasn't there for that I guess when we go up to Boston when we go up to Boston this year we'll have to go to like a lobster <laughs> eat and we'll get a big yes! for ignorant pass it around Yes, we're gonna have to do that. All right,
4: terrible idea.
0: As you uh, like, I keep saying a couple times, this is a show that I really, really loved watching when it came out last spring. And I was sore, I think I even said this during the Devil's Line episode when we recorded it. I was sorely disappointed that this was not a dubcast for that season. But thankfully, we have one now.
2: Ah uh, yes, because Doreku the animation was such a <laughs> look. Thrilling I heard saga. some shit
1: that goes down in that show. That sounds like a very thrilling saga. That is not safe for
2: work. It is okay. Here, hold. Okay, okay. Look, at least Devil's Line had at least Devil's Line <laughs> no, no, had no, Rooney no Noah's child. Someone
0: who was stupid and watched all of Doreku the animation. Andrew, sweetie, no. <laughs> Wait, you actually watched it all? I watched all of it. I watched the dubcast for it. I'm probably one of the few people who did. <laughs> so Steph <stuff laughs> is well, an ignorant anyway. lot. All I'm going to say is...
2: <laughs> I'm changing my yes, Twitter. to <laughs> <an ignorant fit. laughs> make it fit. Make <laughs> it fit. Anyways, do it. cram uh, it please. in.
0: <laughs> backtracking, backtracking, back on topic. Okay. While, she,
1: while she's cramming it in, please get back to your points. <laughs> God damn it.
2: That's <laughs> what Andrew's favorite activity is. <laughs> you walked into that
1: one, i sorry.
0: Finish but, your thought, please. I'm trying, but I can't stop laughing. Okay, okay. so... Uh, I really wanted to see a dubcast of this. Was sorely disappointed when, it, when the show came out in the spring. And there was no dubcast. Okay. So, obviously I was very surprised when we heard that this was going to be a thing. And I... I think I made some predictions back when the show was airing. Um, all of which are just, I'm just going to throw them in the trash. Because, <laughs> um, let's, let's, let's be real here. Nobody expected David Wall to be directing this show. Like, not in the slightest. Um, because it was around this point where he really started picking up more directing gigs. I think, was it around this time where My Hero was... He, um,
4: my hero Academia was first. Yes, and then came this.
0: Yeah. And then came this. Yeah. Announced? And yes. After that, I think was probably Bloom to You, and then Love Stage was most recent.
4: Well, Love Stage hasn't even been done yet.
0: But he was. At least, it was at least announced that it's. Yes, I mean, and then he's
1: directing.
4: It took them. It took him eight months to write the script for Love Stage, guys. Eight months. It's,
1: it's go- going to be well crafted. It's going to be beautiful.
0: Anyway, my point Wait. being. My point being. For me, this is the first show I've ever seen David Wall direct, save for two episodes of My Hero Academia, uh, which I still I need to try and finish <laughs> before we record the dubbies. Um But oh my god, this is ah, uh, this is absolutely amazing. It's everything I wanted and more. <laughs> like it has a great balance of talent whether it's veteran voice actors as well as newer or brand new voice actors and it also what's the most interesting is it has an interesting mix of Houston regulars but also some Dallas regulars like coming in here you know what I mean the very very good blend of talent in the mix and performance wise I mean I'm actually floored by some of these performances. I mean, we got French Charles. The Like like Gigi was saying, the accent work on the show is amazing, honestly. Um, I didn't have the issue of not being able to un- understand Alec like Gigi had at some points. Um, I could understand her perfectly. And the writing on the show is also hilarious. It, In terms of directing and writing, this is a great team because... Both David and Marissa understood both the comedic aspects of this, because for the majority of the show, it is a romantic comedy. But as it slowly progresses and goes into this emotional, a bit more dramatic romance, um, especially towards the last third of the show, they really understood what what needed to be done with the characters and the progression and their storylines. And... <coughs> The performances reflected that so well. I cried the first time I saw the show in Japanese. I cried again like a little bitch when I watched the show again. Because my heart... Kiss her,
2: you fucking moron.
0: Kiss her, you fucking moron. Tada went to first base. Yes. <laughs>
1: You'd be surprised how many shows don't even get to that.
0: I know, right? And in the last second, too, it's like, yes! <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, o- like o- overall, the overall quality of this dub is probably one of the, makes it one of, for me anyway, one of the better dubs that I've seen Sentai do in a long ass time. And it's definitely saying something considering it's one of the first times, one of the first times we see David Wells as a director as well as see Marissa take a more full script writing role on something.
1: TLDR, you need to watch Bloomin' to you.
0: TLDR, maybe, we'll find out. Um, No, TLDR, you need to watch Bloomin' D.U. Good No. But, um, yeah, anyway, like, overall, this is probably one of my favorite Sentai dubs ever, now. Um, and it's probably also one of my favorite dubs from the past year. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I hold it that high in regard. I think it's really well done. Um, are we ready to move on to our first
4: set of characters?
1: Yes, including one of the best.
4: <laughs> when there's trouble, you call DW. David Wald. Let's get dangerous. What? Um, have you <laughs> never seen let's Darkwing get- Duck? Oh,
0: it's been forever. Okay, hold on. I'm like I was trying to figure out like dangerous. I was trying to figure out the song. I'm like, "Wait, the melody sounds familiar. What the fuck is that?" Anyway,
1: so, also, before we move on, I have to say I now really want David Walt to dress up as the Rainbow Shogun at a Pride Parade. <laughs>
4: oh my god. I love him. Oh,
0: I want to meet this man in person. He seems absolutely amazing. Uh, David Walt come to Anime Boston, please. Okay, thanks. Bye.
2: I'll buy you yes, a beer. done.
0: Alright, anyway,
2: first set of characters. We're going to be talking while wearing my ignorant <laughs> slut pim. <laughs> I was drinking
4: <laughs> water, you ignorant slut. <laughs>
2: Anyway, our you first made me spit.
4: Tana doesn't ignorant. Slut. I never spit. What's our first set of
1: characters, sweetie?
2: <laughs> Pussy. Oh, I'll tell you as soon as I can breathe again. Right now, Tata's crying, so I'm crying.
0: <laughs> Stop it! I'm not gonna be able to make it if you make me laugh.
2: While Steph is dying, I will introduce our next Ooh. characters as I, Megan. Have no, you have not. Of you ignorant podcast. fuck. God damn it. Okay, take a shot every time you hear the phrase ignorant slut take or ignorant a drink tonight. Take a shot. Oh, God. All right. Dub talk is not
4: liable if you can't It's ladies voice, night. You get your slut. box wine out. Andrew, I can't breathe right now.
1: <laughs> okay, excuse me for a second. Our next set of characters is Charles. Shut oh, up and oh. give her mouth so to So you let him take
2: control, but not me. I see how it is. I thought we were a hoes before bros kind of couple. See, I Come didn't on, expect let's him let's to jump in like that.
1: Okay. Take- Okay, All right. let's-,
2: let's Alright,
3: let's Gigi, let's go ho it up okay. somewhere else. Can Cause... I please? <laughs> you like... fucking assholes. Okay,
4: let's- like... hey, Tana never okay. falls in love Ooh. the outtakes.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> Step. Steph's dying over there let's talk so do you think charles's eclair is stuffed or chocolate covered i'm not even
1: gonna justify that with a response
4: definitely (laughs) fuck
2: you asshole
4: ooh la la french mama 18 kids and no papa he
2: he wasn't even french (laughs) he's belgian i can hear you
4: Is he is he really Belgian? Oh, no, was he was Belgian! I heard them say he was Belgian! He Belgium has a French, French accent. You <laughs>
2: <asshole>. <laughs> well, okay. Do look, they speak French in Belgium? Hold on, they let me speak Google French it. in Bel- Yeah. No, they speak French, German, and Dutch.
1: That that okay, yeah, that makes sense.
2: If I'm
4: right, I get five dollars. You still wear the floor just so. Do they speak French in Belgium? French? German? And Dutch are spoken in Belgium. Yo! Yo, we had that on recording!
2: Megan knows her shit about Belgium!
1: Okay, fine. What? Okay,
2: suck my dick! Suck my dick! <laughs> Megan just won $5. Andrew owes me $5 and has to wear the I'm an ignorant slut <laughs> Whoa, Why am I the one that owes $5? <laughs> what? Hold on. I missed something. Because you're the one who is doubting me the most. DG never doubts me. She knows that I am not a total I didn't even slut. doubt you. What the fuck? Why? Why did a come in all of a sudden? I know. Okay, look. I'm kind of ranting at the fact that Charles isn't even French. He's Belgian. They say he's Belgian in the show. But I'm like, oh, wait. They speak French, Dutch, and German in Belgian. In Belgium. So I was just wondering why they went for a French accent. And I was like, oh, I guess it's because France is, like,
4: right next door. I've also been France is, before, like, so. for lovers. French is a very beautiful language. <laughs> Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? C'est soir. Ouh <laughs> la la. Amelé du, Amelé du fromage. <laughs> fromage. That's all he knows. <laughs> ménage <laughs> toi. It. Oui, oui. Okay. C'est okay. Steph, you got Oh, Eiffel Tower, back <laughs> Eiffel Tower.
3: <laughs>
1: okay, we we should probably start the next section now. Look on
2: the bright side; we all know that Alex wanted to suck on Charles. I
1: will. Whoa.
4: <laughs> okay, <Wow>. Steph, please. <laughs> Hi, Andrew. Welcome to Ladies Night.
2: <laughs> yes, Andrew, it, sweetie, I'm sorry. Welcome Un-edited. to our Ladies Night. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Listen, I had to hold it in during Bloom to you. This is just my pet be- It's like being locked in that chamber in Dragon Ball Z for a year. Eventually, something's gotta give. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs>
3: oh, Andrew, and I'm gonna Andrew,
2: do never it in my life way. Would I
1: expect Megan to make a DVC reference on the fucking episode.
0: Andrew, sweetie, honey, sweetie, you ain't seen nothing yet.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, we haven't even talked about Ian Sinclair yet. <laughs>
0: Okay, so after I learned how to breathe again, uh, are we ready to talk about our first set of characters? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We'll we'll have to use that.
1: I'm ready to talk about our first set of characters, yes.
0: Okay. All right. So, our first set of characters. These are some of the more (laughs) minor secondary characters in the show. Uh, So, we have Charles... I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Charles Delore.
4: Charles de loire
0: thank you there it is as andrew posted oh no i didn't want to (laughs) snap what the fuck am i doing with my life all right so charles de loire uh who is who is a character who we see a couple times throughout the show um whom we assume is well is in, in this we should probably thing, introduce um,
1: the group first before we go into what they do.
0: Fine. de Lua. We have Yui Tada Tata's... Mitsuyoshi Tata's little sister. And, um... Because why
2: the fuck the not? The
1: best character in the show.
2: Da-da-da-da-da! It's the motherfucking Notorious B.I.G. C-A-T. C.A.T., motherfucker! C.A.T., you got it right. Yanko
1: Big.
0: Yanko Big, um... The Tata family cat. Um, Charles, just so we get this straight, because right off the bat we're going to be spoiling a lot of things. So, Teresa and Alec come from Larsenberg. Teresa is a princess in a royal family. She's actually betrothed what? to Charles. She's betrothed to Charles to marry him when she gets back from her study abroad trip in Japan. There we go.
1: In any other show, this would be the part where I start chanting, NTR! and TR but I'm not gonna do that because Charles is a classy motherfucker and a good dude and I like he him.
2: is a man. he's also man. he's also not a member of the Lancer class he's al- <sighs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had to th- I had to think about that one okay
0: <laughs> babe
2: you did all the fate episodes yes
1: I understand Steph <laughs>
2: With me! With her! Me. The girl who wants to put her mouth on every Lancer! Except for the one that Ray Chase played. Oh
0: my god. Anyway. Expect,
2: expect- Or was- Wait, was that when- Was that when Ben Diskins or Ray Chase? I get them confused. They shared a anyway. body Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So the individuals voicing these characters.
0: I'm gonna start with Charles. The other reason why Gigi is here tonight, boys and girls.
2: Everybody- Everybody get your- Get your- Get your, You're uh, going to make a
4: poncho joke.
2: <laughs> no, I was going to say get your water wingies. <laughs> get your floaties.
3: Get your
1: floaties. Get your snorkels. With flippy
4: floppies. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Chase <laughs> a <chasing> boat child, <laughs> motherfucker.
2: Uh-huh.
0: All right, all right, all right. So voicing... Just write
2: him like a sea do, Gigi.
0: <sighs> so voicing Charles is... <clears throat> Voicing Charles is Ian Sinclair, who's been in series such as Black Butler, Code Realize, and Servamp. Voicing Yui Tata, we have Savannah Menzel, who has been in series such as Real Girl, Review Starlight, and Girls Unpenzar. And Yonko Big is, is one of the more interesting ones. There actually are two voices. One, when he's just meowing and being a normal cat. And in episode three, um, the, he actually has an inner voice that ends up being like this exposition narrator kind of thing for the episode. It's very amusing. So we're, we're going to talk about both voices. So... As the overall Nyanko Big with all the meows and the rars and all this stuff is actually Kyle Kobe Jones, who's been in series such as Flying Witch, Maiden Abyss, and La Story della Story de Arcana of Famagiria. Um, as for. Th- what the What? It's based <laughs> on
4: an Otome game.
0: It, yes. Gigi knows exactly what I'm talking
2: about. Yep. I um, own it. As the. In- Sounds like a. It's the disease you catch. <laughs> it's
4: about, like, it the Mafia. Is.
2: Yes.
0: Oh, my. Like, I have big it. Guns. I still to watch it. Same. I've only watched a couple episodes of it. Um. As for the inner voice of Yonko Big for episode three, we have Jovan Jackson, who has been in series such as Haven't You Heard on Sakamoto, Log Horizon, and one of the only other major roles that I've seen that I could find, uh, Blade Runner Blackout 2022.
1: I'm so glad you brought up the Log Horizon one. Because it's.
0: Do you want? Do you do you want to go first in that case? since the, the, You're talking right no, now. No, I don't want to. I'll, I'll
1: wait my turn. It's just I just. Okay.
0: No, you're going first. I've decided, babe. You're going first. <laughs> oh, wait,
1: is this is this how it's gonna work? Okay.
0: This is how it's gonna work. I told you. I I told you. I'm just gonna go for uh, it.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's let's start uh, the other way around. Uh, let's start with Uetada. Uh, Savannah does a pretty alright job playing the part of the little sister character who is helps at the inn and she's a big fan of mystery romance novels. I actually really like the episode where she gets to basically pretend to be a detective for a bit and get to do all those little detective things like, One truth prevails! One truth prevails. That was great. And I thought that was a cute I episode. Knew. Uh, I think she does a pretty alright job for the most part. Uh, there's a couple of times where she says stuff where I have a little bit of tr- trouble believing this is a middle schooler, but it doesn't take me out of it too much to be a problem. Uh, Ian Sinclair is French and delightful and a ton of fun. And Charles could have been so much worse at any other show. He could have just been, like, the obvious NTR, hey, yo, I'm stealing your girl, and could have been, like, a really terrible, like, French stereotype of, like, ho, 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 I'm stealing your girl, qu'est-ce que c'est? Like, no, he's just... (laughs) Qu'est-ce que
3: c'est? He's just... He's just
1: a really good dude who just actually really wants the best for her, and I actually really like the scenes where he's putting his heart out, and it's like, hey... If you hurt her, I will never forgive you. It's like I like you. I will
2: end your ass. I like you. I will end you. Charles impressed. I will turn your dick into a baguette. <laughs> it could have been so Ooh. much.
1: This character could have been so much like worse in the grand scheme of things, but he's just kind of a bro who's also like eloped to her, but does have feelings for her, and he's just a chill dude, and I like him. And Ian Sinclair does a marvelous job making this dude sound fun. Sophisticated and sexy. Nanko big. Not go big. Um, da,
3: da, da, da,
2: da. Jo-
1: Jovan Jackson as Nicole- <laughs> notorious C A T is so fucking funny and is one of the most like strange. I cannot believe this is actually happening. moments. where it's just like, oh boy, just. I love the... Lo- I think my favorite one I had to write down is Time Flies When You Got Nine Lives, Baby. And it's just... Yes! It's
0: just... I love that.
1: I don't even know how to describe it. It's just... It's so wacky and crazy, but he's so sure, suave, and, like, sexy, and this weird 10-year-old fat cat who's got his balls hanging out and is scratching every other <laughs> dude. <laughs> and
3: he's
1: just trying to get... He,
0: You're about to make the poor joke, aren't you?
4: <laughs> I know where this was going. Make, Tapioca. Make the, make the
2: fucking joke. Tapioca. Make, not good. Not go joke. Big. What's up? Do it, bitch. And it
1: tastes like cherry pie. <laughs> God.
4: Capioca. yoga
1: <laughs>
4: steph why do i have a safe word with your boyfriend
0: and you don't i don't know this was apparently established way before we started dating
2: it so. oh come the fuck on you two basically spent it an- anime fest conjoined like two okay. magnets you okay, shut your
1: mouth okay but no uh But yes, uh, Kyle Colby also does a very good job sounding adorable and mewling, but Jovan Jackson in his single episode appearance steals the fucking show and is such a delight. And I love the fact that he's voiced by Nyanta from fucking Log Horizon because it now makes me think that this is like Nyanta, but real life. Because basically for those who haven't seen Log Horizon, uh, Jovan plays Nyanta, who is basically a suave civilized swashbuckler, uh, MMO furry man. And he sounds like Nanko Big does. So...
0: Is he the fucking cat?
1: Yes, he's called Nya. I haven't even seen... He's
0: called... I haven't seen Log Horizon his, and I even know what you're talking about. His
1: name is Nyanta. Nya Nyanta. Nyah. So he's a cat, yes. And he's also a classy swashbuckler badass and, I, and he's awesome.
0: God damn it.
1: Point is, uh... Nyanko Big was a character where I'm like, that is just... I, when I first saw the show, I'm like, that is a stupid fucking cat design. And by the end, I'm like, Nyanko Big, I love you, and I would protect you with my life.
2: Ah. I've known Nyanko Big for three hours, but if anything... I would kill everybody,
1: him, everybody, in <laughs>
0: everybody in this room Must and, protect. and then myself. I shall protect. I shall protect. Are you good?
1: I'm good, yes.
0: I'm, I'll, I may as well go next. So... Um, I'm gonna start with Savannah as well as Yui. I actually like her. Here's the thing with Savannah. She doesn't have actually a ton of credits under her belt right now. Um, So she's relatively new. Um, Granted, Girls in the Panzer was a little while ago, so she's more of an underutilized um, actress in the Houston pool. But um, I do like the pep and the youthful youthful energy that she has for Yui. Um, As well as this really really child I, I want to say it's almost childlike her idea of love because um, she does love um uh Kentaro one of the next characters we're going to talk about um he has a little crush on him and it's kind of adorable to me <coughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of l- love romances going on here the only one I think that isn't like infatuated that it doesn't end up having like mutual feelings towards someone or them back is Kaoru. (laughs) I think he's the only one.
1: No, Kaoru's too busy being in love with himself, and he probably has the best self-sex.
0: You right. That's the sad part. Um... But anyway, yeah, I think Yui, ha- Yui and um, Savannah has a lot of fun little energy to her. And, and similar like, like what you said, Andrew, I, I did enjoy the episode where Nyong'o Big went missing and Yui takes on the persona of um, this manga character that she loves so much.
2: Um, and it's a lot of fun. That's a fucking light novel. Get it right.
0: You're right. My bad. Anyway, uh, as for Ian Sinclair's Charles... He is, oh dear, sweet baby Jesus, he has, <laughs> he has a lot of charm, a lot of charisma, he's very suave, um, a very gentlemanly persona, and it's, whatever. he carries the princely act very well, because that's the kind of person that Charles is, he's not, he's not an actual prince by title from my understanding and it's never said never explicitly said in the show but that's the kind of air and presence that Charles has <laughs> to him and I really love how Ian portrayed that um it was very 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 suave and I will say also rather sexy at times um <clears throat> I'm allowed to say it you shut up um but similar what Andrew was saying too if put in the wrong show this is a kind of character that could be done horribly wrong um, to the point where it's like stereotypical villain like aha ha, ha ha I steal I steal everything this is your life is now r- ruined, no. but I'm really glad.
1: I'm now just imagining him with a fucking handlebar mustache, just being like, "Oh my
0: god, just toil the mustache." Oh my god, I just thought of Luke at me, Ace Attorney. If anyone's seen the second season,
1: oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Luke at me comes very close to that kind of thing. The kind of worst case scenario I'm thinking of. Right now. Is that the dude Rico um, plays? No, Ian plays Luke at Oh,
1: okay, okay.
0: That's the funniest part of it. Um, but yeah, he, Ian does... I really enjoyed Ian's charisma and charm as Charles. Um, Charles is actually a really good character, and I enjoyed the character a lot. Nyanko Big. I want to protect this cat. Nyanko <laughs> um, Big. I love Nyanko Big a lot. The, the one thing about the show I'm so sad about There's not, there's only one episode of Inner Nyanko Pig. (laughs) That's the one thing I'm disappointed about. Because, oh my god, Jovan Jackson is just fantastic (laughs) as the Inner Nyanko Pig. Like, he's this, I thought it sounded like, it's weird. I stereotyped it as gangster at first, but then the more I listened to it during the episode, it was more of like a soulful, soulful kind of voice to him. He's very White, yo. It sounded so soulful to me. I'm like, damn, all right. All right. I, My I, see, darling,
4: I see I, I, see, I, what I see. what
0: you're putting down there. I see what you're putting down there, Yonko Beg. Um, and it was very enjoyable. I'm very sad we didn't get to hear more of um, Jovan. Jovan actually is also not that much of a utilized actor as well um, in the Houston pool, so I'm kind of sad about that. Uh, and Kyle Colby-Jones. Kyle Colby-Jones is a cat. He's the notorious CAT, basically, for the majority of the show. Um, all the meows are cute, all the like wanting to kill Kentaro and Karu is the greatest thing in the world. Um, but yeah, overall, I I do enjoy these three characters. Granted, I didn't say this before, granted Savannah did get a little bit rough at times, but I feel like, I feel like I enjoyed
2: her as Yui a lot. Uh, Megan, what are your thoughts? So I'd first like to start out with Nyanko Big. I I think I want to get him out of the way first. Is that I feel like a horrible person because I thought he was the guy who did the voice of the rabbit in that one episode of Ghost Stories?
3: <laughs>
1: oh my god! You...
3: <laughs> Fuck!
2: <laughs> Touch me! <laughs> Touch me harder! I don't want to know. You... You, you need to know. It's fucking hysterical. Oh but no, um, Kyle Colby Jones did a good job with all the kitty noises. He made Nyanko Big sound big and cute and Man, they should really get him fixed. His balls are just out there. <laughs> <Yep>. um, <laughs> True facts. S- Snips. Snip, Look, well, if, ge- if he wasn't a, if he wasn't such a
1: gentleman waiting for Cherry, he'd probably have like twelve other litters.
2: He probably
0: would have. Let's
2: Honestly, out. yeah, that's like the most unrealistic unsnipped cat in anime. That thing, that thing should be rolling in the pussy if you know what I'm <laughs> saying. Oh! Um,
4: Tapioca. <laughs>
2: of course, he'd be okay with that. <laughs> But no, Joven is so smooth as neanko Bigg's inner voice. Like, that man could read the phone book and it'd be amusing. I think that he got a lot of the- He is kind of a one-episode wonder. It is- Like, because he, he never comes back and that's a shame. But I think he did a good job for what he needed. I think that Shanae- Shanae? I, I've butchered your name on like the past two it's episodes, honey. It's also the honey. wrong character. I'm so... It's also the wrong character.
0: Savannah is who you're saying. I'm moving out. on
2: to Yui. I'm moving on to Yui. Savannah. Savannah. Wow. Whoops. Yeah, that's why we're, that's why he's, why he was saying you're wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Savannah. Um, I don't know how to feel because Savannah was in Review Starlight. I believe she was the Calgary um, Calgary. little pink. She was she the pink no, lesbian? No, she was the
1: blue lesbian.
2: Okay, cool. I remember her being uh, good, but a little bit rough in that. I think she's good, but once again, a little bit rough in this. Uh, There are some times where I felt like a read or two was a little bit flat, that she sounded a little... Not at the same level as the rest of the performances in the show. It's not bad, but it is the thing that... ...does kind of knock this dub down just a little bit... ...because she isn't as strong of a performance as the rest of the cast is to me. And I I don't mean this to be mean. I just think that she's she's good, but she's not great. Especially when we get to some of the rest of the characters. Um, I think that... I think that she did get... She got pretty good in her episode where she gets to cry about, uh, not being in love with somebody, and about how hard it is to be in love and that's kind of that first inkling that okay, hey, this show is funny, but we're about to get cereal, guys so, uh, get your, get your spoons, it's time for a bowl of, uh, Sadio's
1: It was actually, like, yeah, a pretty emotional moment, and it's like, poor girl wants the red rocket that just won't come
4: God damn
2: it she can whistle for that dog to come all night, but he ain't. he's just going to keep howling at the moon. God damn it. Woo! Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Fido, sit down. That wasn't even that funny. No, that's what she would say, say to Yama Radian. She would tell him to sit. But I think the biggest uh, star of this group is Ian Sinclair, actually, as Charles, because for me, I think we said this in the Marie episode, mm. Of all the accents in the world that you can do, the easiest one that becomes a joke the fastest is French. Yes. We did say that. French accents can go so badly so fast, in my opinion. Yes. Um, they are, be- like... And I think that a lot of people in the anime dub world, at least, um, for better or for worse... When people hear accents, they immediately go to Italia. Yep. And and while I like Italia, those accents are bad on purpose, guys. Yeah. They're supposed to be funny. You're not supposed to find Charles' accent funny, but um, I am also very surprised that they chose French for his accent. <clears throat> Uh, not because Charles isn't French, but because I believe he's Belgian, from what the show says. I mean,
0: the name looks to be more French Fra- anyway, so that makes more way. sense.
2: Yeah, but here's the thing, if you don't know, in Belgium they speak both French, uh, Dutch, German, and... Uh, French, Dutch, and German, and I believe English, a lot of them speak English. No, I, I'm, ju- I'm just saying, least... like, his actual name, I mean, not, like... The I know, but I'm saying, like... French, but... Yeah, the name looks more French, but I think he himself is Belgian. So I'm wondering why they they picked if they picked French just because out of the three of them, it's uh, not only to differentiate his accent from Theresa's, who is, I believe, has a Dutch accent. Um, but I think Ian did a really good job portraying a lot of this. Like you can barely, t- very easily tell this is Ian Sinclair, but it sounds uh different from a lot of other his- of his other roles lately. Especially even his more mature roles, like uh, Mm Young Lin Lee, who uh, I think Charles and Young are probably more in the same wavelength of, like, vocal tone and vocal performance in maturity, Uh, but Ian obviously has the accent, and I think he pulls it off well, and I think he pulls it off in a way that doesn't come off as a joke, which is really good, because like I said, even though this is a comedy show, if you fuck up this accent, it's going to ruin the entire dub, honestly, like the fact that they didn't fuck up the accents like Gigi says is a, a huge testament to the show. Uh, but overall I think that all the performances are good I do find sh- uh, Savannah. Savannah to be the weakest one of the bunch and I'm hoping that that doesn't hold out for the next show that I'm hosting or one of the next episodes I'm hosting because she's a pretty pivotal character in that. Hint, hint, Twiglin.
0: Hint, 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 Not much. Gigi! I had to save you for last, of course, for this
4: one. Why, because the rain's about to fall? May, yep. may thy own, thine get, own get, hearts get, get be rainbow. Get rainbows. your floaties, get your little floaties, guys. Well, let's talk about the cat first. What? Cause Joven, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your nyas just hypnotize me, and I just love wow. your catty ways. This is how you broke in your soul vein.
0: Damn, okay, I like that song. I spent
4: 10 minutes thinking about that just now. Thank you, thank you.
2: Are you applauding in the back?
4: <laughs> mm hmm. Oh my
2: god. I had,
4: because the notorious <laughs> CAT. First of all, I thought it was way funnier when I thought Kyle Colby Jones was in episode three.
0: I thought that was him too. And I was like, damn! damn. <laughs> boy, I got raided. Then Andrew corrected, and I'm like, oh shit. And I was okay, like, okay, now it oh. makes sense.
4: It's still cool though. Um, Kyle's cat is funny. He's a cat. I really thought that it was him in the third episode. But But, uh, oh my God. Yanko big best cat. I can't get enough of how when I was watching this episode and that's when I started loving this show. I was like, what is wrong with this cat? This is amazing. I was like, (laughs) why can't this cat be best actor? (laughs) Why can't this cat be best cat for life? But Joven, oh my God, fucking killed it. He got that Barry White thing down. Like, yes. I was like, dude, I feel you. Like, I understand Nyanko Big. I don't like animals, but even I like Nyanko Big. Okay. So, Nyanko Big, best cat. <sighs> I was very happy. Uh, next is the little sister, played by Savannah. Um, you guys know I have a thing where I don't really like little sister characters because I find them quite often to be annoying. Um, and while the character was slightly annoying here, um, she wasn't that terrible, and that's kind of how I felt about this performance. Also, like Megan said, like sh- it wasn't bad. There were just parts in it where I felt kind of like the ee-e-e going on, and I was like, "Oh, honey, please! I know you can do it. You can do this." Like I just wanted to root for her, and I was like, "You can do this role. You can make it super great." I mean, it was great, but it wasn't like to the caliber of every everybody else in here. So I you know, I feel really bad saying that, but that was like the one flaw again, like Megan said, the one flaw that I found in this. And then Shaw Shaw de Loire, Shaw's of the the Loire River just around the river bend, make your Pocahontas jokes. Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Oh, his! I paint with all the colors of his wind. Shit.
2: Ooh, baby. It's
4: mostly white. Mm.
2: Ooh, ooh, baby. It's
4: Dear Lord. White. Ah. I was like, that. I think actually like French Ian Sinclair, when somebody tweeted that, was the moment that I decided to start watching the dub of this. And I was like.
0: And then when you did, you were just like, we just threw you in here for funsies.
4: I lost my shit. I love Ian Sinclair so much, and it's been a hot minute since I've actually heard him voice something, and I thought his accent was very authentic here, and I thought he played Charles as a true gentleman, and, like, it's really hard to do, because if you've ever been to France, like, unless you speak French and are, like, legitimately French, like, French people don't like Americans, that's a huge generalization, but, you know, he could have been snotty, he could have been like, I'm a prince, he could have been like, I'm gonna marry Teresa, um, but he wasn't like he was like a true stand up prince. I wish he were my prince. Uda no Prince Sama. God damn it. It was, be- it was beautiful and wonderful. And I love French Ian Sinclair. Can't he be oh French in everything?
1: He could be your prince, but you'd have to go through Alec. And it's your call if you want to make that three way work.
4: I mean, I could do that. That's fine. I will. I will take one for the team.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> a-
4: yeah. Anything for my man. But oh it was my. it was very good. Okay. Um shockingly it wasn't my favorite performance in the show, but it mean it was it was up there. I know. <gasps>
1: Actually it's pretty interesting.
4: That's ins- Okay. I know. <gasps> uh but you'll you'll find out later who who won the crown. But yeah, I was just, I was very happy with this. Is the crown a bib that says
2: ignorant <laughs> slut because that defines most of the characters. That's your crown,
4: Megan. <laughs> your crown of thorns, the lobster bib. I better get. No, what we need to do? Whoa. We need to have Hardy
2: make me a shirt that says he
3: will.
0: No, in the shape of a lobster bib.
1: This, like a lobster bib printed
0: on the shirt.
1: This is to be. This is to be discussed later for
4: sure.
0: <laughs> Andrew,
2: welcome to ladies' night. But I'm
4: done. Everyone can put your umbrellas away now. See, I kept the theater relatively dry.
2: See. Okay, now that that's away, I've got the funnel. So uh, let's uh, do a wine. <laughs> also, uh, <gasps> I'll, I'll, I'll say
1: a quick thing just because I forgot to bring it up. I actually okay. will say, give Savannah this. I actually thought the, the scene in episode seven where she's getting very emotional and crying in Teresa's arms, I actually thought yes. she did a really pretty uh, good job of that.
2: Yeah, no, I love that, that part. part. Like, mm-hmm. I. I felt so bad. I'm like, why is why is every
4: girl in this show attracted to somebody who's dumb but Alex? Oh my god. I will I will say this though that I'm interested to hear her voice, somebody who's not supposed to be like a kid cuz I mm. I think that she might that do be better cool. off there cuz I think that some of like the higher parts were just like so put upon
1: because she's supposed to be younger.
0: Moving on, we're going to talk about our next three characters. We're actually going to talk get into our more Integral characters of the show, uh, our major characters. We're gonna start with three members of the photography club uh, that is at Tada and Tada School. So we have Hajime Sugimoto, we have Hinako Hasegawa, and we have Kentaro Yamashita, or the
3: Yamaradian.
1: <laughs> Actually, all three of them have nicknames. If we're being technical.
0: Technical, yes. Alpha. Alpha Hina. There's Alpha the and the Yamaranian. Alpha. Miyamari and Hina, actually. Um, So, Hajime, or Alpha, he's the president of the photography club, and he's very obsessed with this um, idol named Hina, uh, and he's really
1: He's also cursed with a very, very uh, deadly disease called Lois Lane Syndrome. Because he's Fucking like also- stupid! And cannot tell the difference between a little bit of hair and some glasses.
0: Side note. So, Hina Kohasagawa is the idol Hina. Side note.
1: Whoa! Wow!
2: No. I you know that? I couldn't see that? that coming at all! Jesus Christ. <laughs> Neither could Alpha, the disastrous straight. Uh, he is the most yeah, disastrous he- straight
1: in this entire fucking show. <laughs>
2: He is the dumbest, horniest <laughs> yes, character. I love him. Because Hajime is just like, nude pics. <laughs> He's also the one who gets to do the nice big
1: speech about titties. I will titty. get to yes. that. I will get to that.
0: Anyway, anyway, so Hinako. Hinako, like I was just saying, she um, she's the class rep for um, Tata, Teresa, and Alex class. Um, Karu, too. And, um she's in the photography club Can't forget him she's in the photography club as well and she actually um is also hina the idol but she obviously keeps that part private um and nobody knows nobody quote unquote knows it's actually her quote unquote um and as for kentaro yamashita kentaro he is a first year um hajime is actually the only third year among the group everybody else aside from hajime and um, Kentaro are second years. Kentaro is a first year. Um, He's the goodest
1: boy who's ever lived.
0: He also loves animals, but animals don't love him. I
1: feel (laughs) so bad for him! He just wants them to love him. As
0: as the man who loves him some puppers... (laughs)
1: I was gonna say I—I th- I was afraid you were gonna say a man who loves him some pussy, and I was gonna get very no! concerned.
2: <laughs> I am—I'm—I'm being—I'm being nice. I'm being nice because you legit love dogs, sweetie. Some men are into puppers. some men are into sausage. <laughs> and and
1: much—and much, much to the dismay of one uh, Yui, he's more into milfs. <laughs>
0: Yikes. Ooh, you're right. But, um, yeah, Yamash- Yamashita is in love.
2: He wants to milk that milf.
0: Yeah, he does have a crush on an older <laughs> woman. Um, just,
2: just define your entire relationship with look, Megan. Look, Christ. look,
1: that, that relationship
2: wasn't going to work. Out.
1: Look, that, <clears throat> that relationship wasn't going to work out anyways, because as a barber, she's more into scissoring.
4: <laughs> Tapioca. Andrew. <No! laughs> Andrew.
2: That was a good one now.
0: You. <laughs> You're No, 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 no no, 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 no. Don't you, don't you congratulate him. You're
2: staying
3: home
4: now. You no, are that not was actually I'm genuinely here. funny. <laughs> Mom, why is this
2: happening to me? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Just well,
3: Merry
4: Christmas. <laughs>
2: Merry Christmas and happy oh, oh, oh. fucking New Year. Happy fucking New Year. Anyway.
0: <laughs> so, so now that we've stopped dying for a couple minutes, technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. It's one of those nights. Um, so the individuals voicing these characters. I'm going to start, start with the Yamaranian because here's another fun and interesting casting. So as Kentaro Yamashita, we have Howard Wang. Who has been in series such as Gamers, Nonbaka? <laughs> Funny, and this boy is a professional <laughs> wizard. Happy fucking New Year!
2: <coughs> not even the right. I'm character. Sorry, ever. I've never gotten that giggle up before, and I couldn't. It's fine. God, um, no, it's not.
3: It's
0: as to hell. As Hinako, as Hinako it's Shanae Moore, who has been in series such as Gate, School, Live, and Bloom Into You, and as Hajime Sugimoto. Oh my God. <laughs>
3: This This? nerdy,
0: this nerdy motherfucker. End me.
2: (laughs) It's Scott Gibbs. He's so hot, though. Man, the Devil's Lime prequel got really weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Scott Gibbs, if you haven't heard him before, he's been in series such as Haikyuu, Devil's Lime. And actually, oddly enough, since this is the same, pretty much the same production team, uh, he's also been in Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun so
2: he was um um the the dumb mikoshiba oh the best girl the best girl the best girl in nozaki yes Uh,
4: i just got that okay
2: (laughs) all right
0: do you think you're alive to talk about these characters first
4: i love scott gibbs hi scott gibbs you're super hot just saying (laughs) the actor or the character? Well, both, actually, but the both. actor in what I'm talking about in this case. um, Can I tell you guys how much I fucking loved Alpha?
2: Oh, my God. I thought Is Alpha
4: was- your favorite character? No. No. But he was so funny. Like, I just, I couldn't. Like, everything out of his mouth. And, like, Scott Gibbs, to me, like, I know he's kind of been in a lot of, like, comedy anime. But I never really him as that funny and here i got it so i was just super happy and i was like oh my god finally he can like fucking weeb out like and it's because i know like i know what he looks like and i'm just kind of like i wonder like if he was kind of like actually like having a great time or if he was just kind of like oh my god what is happening to my life right now because like oh it was so fucking this, great like i just feels like I the kind of session
1: it. that would be just a ton of fucking fun
4: I know, like I just yes. wanted him to keep talking forever and luckily he talks a lot so <laughs> I was I was super happy to hear like the more comedic like the legitimate comedy side of him and I love this character, I thought he was so friggin stupid because I know so many people just like him and I was like why are you in my house right now like this is just really strange
0: <laughs> it's like how, how did you get in my bedroom right now <laughs> like well, I How'd mean, you there was i
4: a... <laughs> I'm not even.
2: Gonna... No, no, no. You're Yuri Lowenthal, and I'm Crispin Freeman, and apparently, I'm in your house again. What? In your house again. What? It's a Durawa. Ah, bar,
3: that's yes. what it was. It was
4: so uh, sorry, yeah. sorry. All started with Noeen and went from there. I loved Scott Gibbs in this. I love everything Howard Wang does. Howard Wang can do no wrong. I just like saying Howard Wang. Um, but i was super happy here because a lot of the times like i mean you don't get to hear a whole lot of him and here i i feel like he like legitimately had a nice role in an anime that i would watch because i know he was like the lead in that one with the goddesses that i watched one episode of and i fell in love with howard wang but i hated that show so i didn't want to watch any more of it the goddesses Uh, the one jamal made me watch like I don't even remember. It's on Funimation. Somebody has blue hair. I don't okay. fucking no. Is it Oh, Suga Suga Momma? Momma? No. He, yes. Oh, it yes. is Sugamoma.
2: W- I thought Aaron Disney was. Oh wait, no. Yeah, it is Howard. No, Wang it's Howard Wang.
4: So, I was I was super happy with that and he was so cute in this and he was so dumb. <laughs> like a little dog. I think that's the point, really. <laughs> I know. I loved it so much. Howard Wang channeling his inner Pomeranian. It was great. And then um we're talking about Hina,
0: yes.
4: right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Shanae. Perfect. 1,000% perfect. I love this so much. I said I liked her the last time I heard her, and I was like, this is great, because this poor girl has to like have her split personality going on. Like She's the idol in one scenario, and then in the other, she's just like, why is Alpha being a complete ridiculous boy can he not see that I like him and that I'm the same oh my I understand her completely and she played like that deadpan but like that like part so well I can't even think of words that describe it but it was just really good and I was so happy like this ensemble cast is one of like my favorites I've ever heard. Like everyone is just so like full on like balls out committed to everything, and it just made me super happy. And all these balls char- out
2: like Nianco big guys. <laughs>
1: yes, God.
4: the notorious M E G
2: man.
4: So yeah, I I loved I loved all three of these characters, but still, my favorite is not in there. Mmm. Mm.
2: The mystery deepens. The mystery ha, ha, continues. I'm Megan twirling May. my
4: mustache.
2: You're twirling your
0: mustache. Megan, how do you feel mm-hmm. about these
2: performances? Um, so let's start with the Yamaranian, Howard Wang. Uh, one of the things I actually was surprised is that they they changed what they call him from the Japanese. Because they just call him the Yamashita dog. Yes. In the Japanese. But I feel like Yamaranian is funnier. Yamaranian works very well. And I feel like it's easier to say; it rolls off the tongue a lot faster. So, like, I know a lot of people are like, "How dare you adapt this from the Japanese, which was perfect in every way?" And I'm like, "No, it actually is. It's funnier, and it works better for when everyone's making fun of this poor, this good but very dumb boy." Yes, um, Howard Wang gets to play a very sweet guy and he plays him with such a sweet boy it reminds me a little bit of his character in Gamers that never got to do jack shit oh
3: yeah
2: who right. just shows up as like one of the best lines in the show of and then just leaves <laughs> I, have, I, I think it's like I have a mysterious backstory I, I don't know but all I can do is play puzzle games Yep. and then they never go back to it and it just reminds me a lot of what I liked from that but like kind of up to 11 mhm because the Yammeridian dog is just such a, a good boy. And I love the part where he uh, he starts sniffing them out in episode 3.
0: <laughs> episode yeah. 2. But that was when and, he was and, first introduced too, actually. Dude,
2: and Teresa's just like, you can smell them? And I'm just like, honey, no. Don't fall for his dumb shit. And I like how he's like one of the second people to really jump into the Rainbow Shogun bullshit. Uh, with uh, Tessa, Teresa, and... Um, Kadu. And I think that just Howard really nails what it is to be a hu- a dog in a human suit. <laughs> he's like the reverse of a furry. <laughs> oh. God damn it.
1: Basically, he is what a human would be like if he was actually three pugs in a trench coat.
2: <laughs> three Pomeranians. He's actually, excuse you, he's three Pomeranians. Okay,
1: fair coat. enough. Yes, that is correct.
2: And I do like that one of the things that Howard Wang brings to the performance is a genuine sincerity and, like, niceness to his character. Like, there's a difference between how Karu acts and how uh, the Yamara- Yamaranian acts, where when Karu does something, he's like, yeah, I know, I'm cool. And, like, there's this part of you that looks at him, it's like, Karu, I'd ask you to dislodge your head from your own ass, but I'm pretty sure your brain is fermenting like a fine-aged cheese at this point
1: karu no karu Kar- Kar does something nice and he's basically jacking off his own ego Yamuranian does something nice and he's just like oh thanks that's great i'm glad you're happy
2: uh chine as hina i agree with gg 100 um that she gets the hina side and the uh hasagawa side and i think one of my favorite lines in the show that she has is actually she tells uh she tells Alpha to dislodge his head from his own ass in the background of one of the episodes. Yes, uh, don't think I didn't catch that, guys. Um, uh, one of the other ones I really like is when uh, she's where uh, Alpha's kind of going after Titties, and he's like, "You were such a dog."
1: Oh yeah, that was, that yeah. actually was great because it was just like Yabaranian was chasing after me, just like you absolute dog, and then
0: and then all of a sudden he's Alpha's chasing after. She- quote unquote meat and he you know, it's just like you absolute all right i don't think so you absolute
2: dog. dog her delivery of you absolute dog it was great it's just like i love the fact that shanae brings like without sounding like it she sounds like a 30 year old woman trapped in a 15 year old's body that actually is great in terms in terms of personality but not tone of voice mm-hmm. um and then good god almighty scott gibbs <laughs> um I'm actually used to Scott Gibbs being in dramas this year. <laughs> oh, that's right. Scott was not Devil. I Scott was in Devils on this year's actual Best Boy. Yes, yes. So yeah, I am used to, to hearing uh, Scott do uh, comedy stuff. Though did like the the biggest kind of like funnier role that I hear him do usually is actually just Kageyama, who is more dramatic than he is comedic, unless yes. he's being dumb as fuck. Kageyama. Uh, so is I definitely. agree with Gigi that. That, oh my god, I think he's actually funnier in this than he was as Mikoshiba. Yeah, I, I agree with this. And nozaki code. I think Alpha is funnier than Mikoshiba, which is weird because is a character I very much enjoy from Nozaki. And I like that he is the first person so far to be the only holdover from that cast. Yeah, it's true. Um, Because one of my biggest fears actually going into this dub was that they would just bring like the entire cast of uh, Nozaki back as... Uh, people in the show in almost similar spots, but they didn't. Um, but I agree one hundred percent. Alpha never is not chill. Alpha never has like a moment where he isn't shoving his own foot in his mouth <laughs> <coughs> because of boobs. And I I think it's fantastic and hysterical and just the fucking titty speech in episode five.
0: <laughs> just going on a rant. It's great
2: where he's just like big old well it's like just take old bitties the slope of her fun bags we were born and pressed to our mother's bosoms and we we're born it's only natural we give back to those life gifts and he's just like so into it and it's great so I I, gen- I genuinely like all three members of this part of the cast um, so I'm gonna pass it off to probably to me. Right. I never so went. No, go, he's, he's going, going last. last. Wait, why, why? He's going last. Okay. Because oh, I
0: say so. This is my house, my rules. Again, I I just go with whatever order suits my fancy. Um, so I'm going to go next. I am going to start with Howard Wang because Kentaro Yamashita is just fun and has such a hyper energy to him because, let's face it, yamaranian here is ha, has a lot comedically has a lot of dog-like qualities to him and the hyper and fun energy that a dog would typically have that's what Yam- yamashida has here and howard just brings that out very well but not to a point where it gets overplayed and becomes cheesy and weird and dumb it's just the right amount to make it work very well um and he's just, he has some fun dog-like moments, like we were bringing up him sniffing out the, the guys in like episode 2, um, his his desire for meat during that party, and it's just, he's just his difficulty with cats, <laughs> especially, but other animals in general, he has a hard time getting animals to like him. It's a lot of fun, he has so much energy, and of course, I didn't expect Howard to be in a Sentai dub, but here we are. Surprise. Um, Shanae Moore, I also really have to agree with what Megan and Gigi said. It's a perfect blend with the two personas that she has to play between the Hina Idol persona and the Hasegawa class rep nerdy looking kind of girl. And between the two, I actually like... Hus- the Hasegawa personality a lot more than the Hina personality but we really only see the Hina personality for a little bit in one episode where um where um Alpha is going to this meet and greet and um
4: do- thank you they're for doing basically foreign! like a
1: handshake event which is a thing idols in Japan do yeah. for reasons
4: <sighs> so
2: cute it was adorable and then the guys probably go home and do naughty things to so their- I
4: mean, they just shook her hand. I mean, what else are they going to do with their own hand?
2: Oh, Lord. Anyway. <laughs> pick them up their butt. This is how
4: boys think. I've-
1: Okay. I've- No. <laughs> He's just
2: like, I'm not going to say
1: anything. No,
4: You're not- You're not- You're <coughs> No. You're not involved in this now, sweetie.
1: Okay.
2: S-
4: single men- Stick your fingers
2: up your bums when you touch an idol. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, 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 mm, mm.
3: okay.
0: Are you? <laughs> you broke him, Andrew, sweetie. Are you happy to be here right now? I'll when you be wish back. Upon... Go on. <laughs> <laughs> when
2: you wish upon us. You man. just
0: chased my boyfriend away.
2: What did you find? Makes Why? no difference. Who you are Anything and their heart, heart desires, desires
4: will come
2: t- on you.
1: Okay, I know a lot of jokes a lot of jocks a lot of jokes have been said tonight, but please, if you're going to shake a important person idol's hand, please wash your fucking hands
3: <laughs> <You're> jack- <laughs> 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 I was insinuating that they were gonna jack in the hat!
2: please wash your face before your ass
4: why am I even alive <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god oh, we're gonna shit. change
4: the title of this to Gigi never falls in love and this is why oh <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
2: anyway
4: well son what did you
2: do tonight well I learned that my friends are a bunch of assholes Shanae Moore
0: as um Hasegawa while I do, like, what she did with the Hina personality, I really enjoy the Hasegawa side a lot more. Because she shows a lot of... She's very gentle, yet very, like, responsible and can be rather mature. Um, and she's kind of like this maternal, watchful eye in the club, too, which is great. Um, to have a nice, fun balance. And... Oh, what else? And... Oh, God. Scott Gibbs. Dear sweet baby Jesus. Um, Can't save you now. I've said this once. I've said this several times. I'm going to repeat myself again. I am a, that much of a broken record. I prefer Scott Gibbs and comedies. <laughs> this is no exception. And oh my god. Because it's a little bit different than some of the characters that we've seen Scott play. Because Hajime, Alpha here is a bit of a nerd (laughs) I haven't really seen Scott play a nerd before so just just letting him go like I think from the instant I started this show and the instant I saw him the first few lines that he said in like episode two or something I was sold like a while ago it took a while ago when it came to Scott Gibbs performances it took me a little bit to kind of get into them a bit more because I was very hesitant part of the time with some with his range and his um, acting skills. But ever since, like, I think ever since, um, I want to say ever since Haikyuu, um, my, my opinion obviously has changed of him. And I was just sold instantly. He is such a goober. I love every second of it. And similar to what the other girls are saying, dear God, that speech he had that rant about boobs. (laughs) Just like, let him go for five minutes. And it's just the greatest rant in the entire known universe. And I loved every second of it. Um, But I also did love the moments where um, Hajime did have to have this bit of a vulnerable vulnerable side to him. Basically in the same episode as Hinako. um, Because the two of them, they actually have like an episode basically where it's more focused with the two of them and i think it's very adorable. Um, it show it does show that alpha is more than just the boob and nude pics guy. Um, it show it, it's like he has this softer like vulnerable side to him and i do appreciate that side as well. all right, andrew, are you alive? i don't
1: know. i don't <laughs>
0: mm. are you are you, let, me, let me rephrase the question. are you alive enough to talk about characters? i am
1: kid? alive enough to talk about these characters. indeed i am
2: go ahead i can ruin that okay no let's start off
1: with the best boy who ever is or was
3: good old yamaranian
1: i've heard howard wang in a couple of things now but this is probably like the softest and sweetest character i think i've ever actually heard him play and it is just a delight where it's like everything's coming out of his mouth sounds like rainbows and lollipops and he is just this giant, little, like, puppy dog of energy, and, like, the Yamaranian name is just very fitting. He's so much fun, and I love seeing him play off the characters who are either, like, a little more stupid or narcissistic, and he's just kind of like, hey guys, let's have fun, I love you guys, hey. He feels like the one who would probably give the best hugs out of everybody there.
2: He probably would, but, actually. That means he's probably a freak Oh, in he's bed. probably
1: a freaking bed. Anyways,
2: Oh my god. <laughs> Don't ruin the good Yamaranian. He's, he's a, a good, good boy. vanilla
4: boy, Look, said he's got a
1: red rocket and he's into MILF, so he's got some shit going on. <laughs> Anyways, Howard Wagg.
2: Oh, uh, he does a doggy style a la Ren from Dramatical Murder. <laughs> oh
3: my god. god. damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, he's, ah, he's gone. He's done. Human <laughs> B,
2: Baby 8, nothing but nothing mammals. But mammals. So, so let's
4: do it like, do they, like they, do they do on the Discovery, Discovery Channel. Channel. <laughs> best <laughs> part, best part.
0: We, best part. We remember who voices Ren and dog, right?
2: Hell yeah, um, I do. Hell yeah.
3: By <laughs> the way, hey.
1: There is a scary dog in a flashback that is voiced by David Wall for two seconds. Just pointing that out there. Oh, I show? escaped! Oh, where the yeah. fuck is Alba okay. so I can beat okay, him again? Okay, I'll get to the- Basically, so I'll uh, okay. wrap up Yamareina. I really like Howard Wang's voice. It's very soft and sweet, but he also has, like, this emotional maturity to him where he kind of realizes, like, his crush is unrequited, but he's just happy just knowing that she's happy. And that's, like, heartbreaking, but you can understand his perspective of the matter. And he's a very good boy, and I wish him the best. And, Yeah. I really like Howard Wang's performance. And speaking of the dog, a thing that was not mentioned about Alpha and Hasegawa is that she sort of got a crush on him because they've been friends since childhood because there was a scary dog in the park voiced by David Wald that he like protected her from as a kid. And that was like sort of what started that. It's like, I heard the barks. I'm like, that's just fucking David Wald.
4: Are you fucking really serious that he played the dog? Because he plays the rain or the rainbow, the narrator. He's the narrator in rainbow for He's the narrator.
2: I'm pretty sure at one point I think I heard Austin Tyndall in there. Uh but he Probably. was also, some,
1: he was also yeah. another French patron, he I think. But it. yeah. I heard his voice. I'm like, is he just the dog? David, if you're listening, please tell me if you were the scary dog or not in that flashback.
0: Yeah, the the only the only other credits that it has in here uh, is um it, for, it, David. It, for David Wall, the only credit is him it, as the The narrator rest is
1: irrelevant. I just thought that was him. funny. But anyways, uh, let's go to Hasegawa. I think she does a very decent job at being the girl who is 200% done with uh her crush's bullshit but also kind of being like i really want him to notice me for me and not for the hot me that i am but for who i really am yes and so you get that struggle where it's yeah. like if she just explained it it probably would work out very well but it's just it's it's a matter of like pride and knowing she, she will see her for her and not just her hot piece of ass i guess which is an interesting conundrum the problem is he's just a fucking idiot that said, I think Shanae does a very solid job with her delivery of, like, the student council persona, which is funny, because she's also a member of the student council in Bloom Into You, by the way. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge.
2: And. Wink, wink. Are you trying to tell me to watch Bloom Into You I am, in, in fact, again? telling you
1: yes. to watch Bloom Into You again.
4: I was told I have to watch Bloom Into You. Not that I wasn't going to, but every time I try to watch the first episode, I kind of stick
1: stick with it it's a little slow but it's very very worth it uh anyways uh but i think she does a very solid job with that tone of voice now for the actual showstopper fucking scop
3: gives
1: as motherfucking alpha alpha his nickname is alpha so i'll talk i could talk a little bit about him but it's just Alpha's this extra-as-fuck-dork shouting about tits, but is basically one huge virgin dumbass who doesn't know the first thing about how boobs work. That's who Alpha is as a character, and his delivery are so eccentric and over-the-top. I was almost afraid, like, he was just going to be an obnoxious service character, but it's not like he's really just, like, a creep or any, like, does actual creepy things. He's just kind of an idiot who just never shuts up. And he says such wonderful things as... When I say stars, I mean hot, luminous bodies. I can see them shining in the night sky. Their globular clusters bringing to life a galactic bulge of the greatest elongations. Or...
4: You know who Alpha you, reminds me of? Did you really write
1: I that down? I had to, be to the first? write this down because it was either, I was either going to talk about it when I'm complimenting Marissa Zalenti's work or when I'm complimenting
4: Alpha. I'm doing it now. Wow. Dude, wow. Alpha kind of reminds me of Andrew. He does.
2: Uh, does that make Steph Hasegawa about- me uh,
4: that you're Hasegawa? Oh, uh, why <laughs> would you...
2: I we mean, all know I do. Ki- I do kind
1: of relate to, <laughs> Gala, to why an would extent. you do this? Please, no.
2: Because I've seen what you. I've seen the loot you. I've seen forward. the loot you posted.
3: Get off my back.
2: <laughs> as long as we can come to an agreement that we are nowhere near as bad as Hardy.
1: You know what? We all got skeletons in our closet. Let's. We all just nod in silence and just say nice under our breaths and go about our marriage.
2: I didn't know you wanted to Our- fuck Sans Undertale. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Megan.
4: Like when he was just saying that speech, like all I could think wow. about was, wow. I think Andrew has said that once okay. or twice also- already.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna get my ass kicked in oh, ABA, ain't I? Yeah. Anyways,
1: back to some more of the other funny things that he says and Marissa wrote.
2: Her
3: I'm gigantic
1: gonna... bouncing tiggle bitties. The soft curve. Okay. I, I have to say this just because it's like her gigantic bouncing tiggle bitties. The soft curve of Hina's bazooka bazongas. The way her fun bags starts from her collarbone to her chest. Mwah! Simply beautiful. Breasts give the pe- the people a sense of security. We must return that love to sweater puppies on all women.
0: How many times did it take you to write that entire Oh, like uh,
1: fucking Marissa posted them on Twitter. So it was actually a lot easier. I just kind of copied and posted. No, the part that kills me about the sweater puppies is fucking uh, Teresa just going, yes, the puppies. Yes, the puppies. And I was crying. Yes, that was great. Oh, my God. Scott Gibbs. I I could... I cannot believe this character is fucking real. I cannot believe I like this character as much as I do. Also, can we talk about the fucking outfit he wears to the meet and greet?
2: Oh my god. Oh my god. And then that he gets arrested that is for like it.
1: Actually, after the fact. that is actually like the gayest fucking outfit you can fucking make. <laughs>
0: No, the best part is like what a day or two. He's
1: later. a maniac,
2: he- maniac oh, no, no, the best, no the best part, no, part is uh, <laughs> And he's jacking off to Hina like he's never jacked before.
3: <laughs> God damn it! No no no
2: the best part is like what a day or two later
0: when the, when He gets arrested Ni- No 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 When he's looking f- when everybody's looking for Nyonko Big, they try to get Alpha and Hinako to help, but they're out close shopping because Yeah, because
2: Alpha's he's stomach also love
1: the fucking fact that, uh, Mitsuyoshi wears the fucking outfit to switch clothes with him, <laughs> and it... Well, he lost the rock The fucking, rock is, the fucking the dirty adult. glare he gives when they're trying to take pictures is great. But yeah, no, uh, Scott Gibbs is a lot of fun as this character. We should move along because there's a lot to say about this next group of characters, too.
0: Oh, this next duo. We're, we're slowly making our way through while we're killing our, each other with laughter. Um... Excuse me. So our next two characters we're going to be talking about basically the main I would say the main like minor secondary They are here. the wing men um, and women. The There we go. Perfect better way of putting it. So we're going to be talking about Kaudo Ijuin. Fuck, they call him Kaoru. Um,
2: who is Tata's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I did something awful. What did you do? Uh, you'll figure it out later. You'll figure it out after the end of the episode. Great. Um. So
0: Kairu is Tata's best friend. They've been friends since childhood. Um. <laughs> and Kairu also, while well, Gigi's laughing her ass off, um. Kaoru also loves himself part most of the time, but he's a, he's a good friend. Um. And the other one is he's like Alec- what's his
2: nuts for? He's Penn Stiller's character for freaking Zoolander. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. I'd fuck, I'd fuck, me. fuck me so hard. <laughs> so hard. Oh lord. The other. What are you I... doing? <laughs> what is this a photo club for? No, ants? I'm,
1: I, we're doing the Silence of the Lambs thing of Buffalo Bill right
0: now. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Okay. All right. And the other character we're going to talk about is Alexandra Magritte, who is. I blanked for a second or shit. She is Teresa's friend and bodyguard um, who goes with Teresa to Japan on her study abroad trip. And she is very protective and just doesn't take shit from anyone, which is fantastic. Um,
2: She also looks like Maki from Love Life. Alright.
0: Reference going over my head. Uh, anyway, so the individuals voicing these characters. I'm actually gonna start with Alec. Uh, Alec is voiced by Avery Smith-Hart, who is bo- uh, Well, technically both of these Voice actors are actually relative newcomers um, So Avery has been in series such as Doricu the animation released the Sprice, and the seven Headley virtues uh, There's a reason why I'm bring I'm not bringing up two roles in particular because we are going to be covering those two shows in the near future um, As for Kaudu we have Mike Haimoto, who has been in series such as Doreku the Animation, Haikyuu, and Mr. Tonegawa, Middle Management Blues. I actually want to go first on this one. Um, so, I'm going to start with Alec and Avery, because this is the first like full show I've heard her in. Um, the other one is one of the ones we're going to be covering in the near future, and I've only seen like one episode of. Um, where she also has an accent oh, in gosh. that show. whoop do Whoop-de-doo. Uh, oh but, now I know what that show is yeah she's one of the leads in that one um, now I know what that is but here Avery with Alec because like I was saying before Alec is very protective over Teresa uh, Teresa and um, because that's part of her job but also because they're best friends and she cares about her happiness and all stuff, other fun stuff so Alec has this maturity yet protective nature Um, which Avery does portray very, very well. However, what I also really like in Avery's performance here is there is an inner sweetness to Alec. Um, She likes sweet and cute things. She has this crush on Charles. And on the occasions where you get to see um, Alec kind of lower the walls just a tiny bit, I feel like Avery does very, very well at being, at having those vulnerable moments. Because through most of her life and helping take care of Teresa, she has always been the strong, mature one and always like wanting to protect her and make sure she's safe and everything is fine. You know what I mean? So the moments where like Teresa's gone missing or she's upset and just is in sheer panic or in just comfort mode it's very very sweet um to see Avery take bring the walls down just a little bit to let um certain <laughs> characters in and I think it's very sweet um Mike as Karu this is the interesting one because this is the Mama Romiano character
4: oh wait, wait wait a minute what yeah by is the Mama Oh, he must be more Zombieland Saga instead of Tokyo here. Yeah, he is. He, he is. is. Okay. Definitely more All right. Zombieland. I, g- I get it now. Continue. Yep. Definitely more zombies. Sorry, I had to make my usual Udapri reference because it was that time.
0: It was that time of day. <laughs> that time of day. No, yeah, definitely definitely the Mamoru here is more like Zombieland. will technically this came for, for Zombieland. But um, anyway, for Mike, because I think out of – all of the cast here he is the most relative unknown period end of story and throwing him into one of the major roles in the show obviously a big risk on david walt's part i and especially fitting into a role that is portrayed by a Seiyu who is very very well known big risk i actually think it paid off Because it's a very fun dynamic. It's a very different dynamic within the cast. And it's... What I fucking write. What I fucking write. He has... He has... Because Kado also is the son of this restaurant owner as well. So he has kind of this posh, kind of rich kid, snarky, narcissistic attitude. However, he also has a lot of hyper energy. um, And so much selflessness to him. Because... He does a lot for his friends, especially Mitsuyoshi, and it just really shows that he cares about his friends, and he's concerned, and he wants to make them happy. And I think with everything that Kaoru is, um, the hyperactivity, the slight narcissistic attitude at some points, the selflessness that he has, it makes, for, it makes Kaoru a bit more complex. Because this is one of those kinds of characters you could easily stereotype in a romantic comedy like this. So, one, I'm glad the show didn't even go that route. Two, I'm glad the dub in general didn't go that route. Three, I really like what Mike did with the character. Um, Keeping that complexity and the vast personality, the -the over-the-top personality that's just done enough to keep it from being a generic stereotype. And giving it more vulnerability and complexity than what you would normally see so for a relative newcomer I have to give Mike props here he's I think it's definitely one of my favorite performances of the show itself um not the favorite performance we're gonna be talking about both of them in a minute but um yeah I really like both Mike and Avery here as um and Alec Let's see, who should I pick on next? Let's pick on Megan.
2: So let's talk about Avery as, um, Alex, because Avery was an actress, I think I predicted in another show? I think I she was one of my Bloom Into You predictions for somebody. I think Toko, maybe, but, um, Tok yeah, Toko. But I I really enjoyed her as Alex. I did feel like sometimes her accent slipped a little bit, um, but I don't think that she was bad. I think that Steph nailed it on the head about her uh, the two sides of herself, mm-hmm. and I think I liked Alex the best when she was letting other people in. Um, when I think when they're uh, when uh, Atta and Teresa go to the Rainbow Shogun's little thing at the, the yes. Sky Tree, and she's visiting the and she has shop that herself. little moment with um she has that little moment with Kaoru. and you think that she might have been developing feelings for Kauru, but maybe not. And she eventually, I think, kind of does get together with um Charles, who she's always had a crush on. Um, I also like that she, I believe, she also did the little version of Alex. Um, that her accent was actually thicker as a child than it was as a teenager. Which is a thing I like because I think as a teenager, when she started to learn another language and was in another country for a little while longer, I can understand why her accent would be a little less thick, or I think it should be more thick, I don't know, maybe I'm getting it mixed up. Um, but I think that she brought this, like, sense of being, like, a tsundere, but not to the point where it was over the top, like, for another show where they would have completely I feel like another director and for another type of show they would have played up that aspect unfairly on Alex and I don't think Avery or David's direction really pushed that up I think that you you do have somebody who's protective but not malicious mm-hmm. and she is also somebody who habitually lies and you finally eventually learn that she has a tell of touching on her arm and I think that those scenes with uh, Teresa are really well done but Man, let's talk about Mike Hayamoto, who... I be- I was on the other episode that we did this season with a very prominent Mamoru Miyano character, that being Zombie Land Saga. And I said it there, and I'll say it again here. I don't like when they have actors try to one-to-one Mamoru Miyano's exact performance. I think that Mamoru Miyano as a seiyuu and as a performer is such a dynamic force that just trying to match him too much would honestly be a detriment to your to your dub adaptation and to your actor um, every actor is different and while I think that many actors can share a same energy there is nobody in the English voice acting community that I feel like is Mamoru Miyano's level because he's actually one of the few you that I can listen to a show and be like oh hey Mamoru Miyano's in the show there's not a, even a lot of say you I like I can't do that with like especially the girl ones as bad as that is to say. Even some guys say you I get confused all the time with. Um but for Mike to be a actor who I think at at the point of recording this had like two named characters that were big. Yes. One of them being Aone Aon- from Haikyuu who if you've ever seen Haikyuu Uh, Aonone is the big guy from Dateko. He's the big wall guy. Yes, I forgot about that! And that guy doesn't talk very much. Or if he does talk, it's not Karu. So the fact that Mike could be charismatic, charming, and when he had to turn it on in the last arc to kind of pull Tada's head from his ass... It was believable. Like, you you genuinely believed how much of a good friend that this guy is to, to Tata. He loves him in, like, a platonic way. And I, I really enjoyed that about Mike's performance. I think that Mike might have won... Mike may or may not have won himself something that comes out next month.
3: Uh-oh.
2: Or technically, uh, pro- hopefully by the time this episode comes out, in a week. In a week. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. As of the time of this recording a month, as of the time of this release a week. Um, Theory. So, I think that he he really does- And it's one of my favorite performances in the show. I think it might be my favorite performance in the show. Um, I do want to put our, our lead actor for Tata, but when we talk about that, it's just gonna- It's gonna be the weirdest we- thing I'm gonna talk about this person, but um, I, I love the both of them. And especially Mike as Karu.
0: Cool. Uh, Andrew, can you go next, please? What do you think of Kaoru and Al- and Alec's performances? Uh,
1: okay. I'll start off with uh, Alec first and foremost. I am aware that Avery is still a name that's fairly new to me, but uh, she I have not watched a lot of stuff with her in it yet. I own a show where she is a major character, but I've yet to watch it, and I feel like that's the kind of show you definitely don't watch with your parents around, so I gotta find some time for that.
2: Oh, I believe I got that show for Christmas. I also believe you did too, but (laughs) we'll
1: get more to that. She's a name that's still fairly new to me, but... So I was going in, I was not sure what to expect, and what I did get, I was actually quite impressed with the way she sounded. She's got this stern and serious badass accent, also with a little believable bit of snark and sass whenever she's dealing with Karu or maybe teasing some other people around her, I feel she actually sounds, like, pretty natural in regards to, like, having an accent as well. Like, it's not always the most consistent, but she plays it a little softer than some of the other characters do. But I feel her, her badass, like, cool ninja bodyguard persona as well as her shy, meek girl with a crush on a very attractive Belgian Frenchman, is really interesting. She shows a lot of emotion, you see a lot of sides to her, and you really see her open up and change, and she's definitely a really interesting and fun character. I really love her interactions with the ensemble cast. I think she is a delightful person, and it's always fun to see her and Teresa just be sincere and real with each other or teasing each other and it's just I really was very impressed with Avery's performance as Alec now for Kaoru Mike Haimoto is like if Avery was a fairly new name Mike is practically an unknown as far as this cast is concerned but god damn it he pulls off posh narcissists beautifully like he is so impressive in this role cuz every time he does anything for most of the show he is being this extra larger than life motherfucker who's trying to hit on girls and is basically going to start making out with pictures of himself and he's trying to hit on Alec but she's got Everyone. She's trying to kick his ass all the fucking time, and you see him get scared and turn into a meek little
2: bae. <laughs> he also can I think one of my favorite lines well about for... Alex...
0: He also doesn't do very well with Yonko, Bay. He- oh!
2: <laughs> I think one of my favorite lines about Alex in the show is when uh, Tata and Teresa go to the uh, Rainbow Shogun thing, and Teresa's like, Wow, look, Shuriken, I should get one for Alex, and Tata's like, she would totally She totally would, and books. it's yep.
1: great, but... Man, Mike, like, he's got this sincerity and... But he's also got this sincerity and genuine quality to him, like... Because there's this whole episode where he is basically doing what he calls Kaurin Ijuin Day. Which is basically where he...
0: Oh yeah, the Kalorin Ijuin show. Where he basically
1: makes an entire day and basically makes it about himself where he cooks everybody something and he takes them out and does something and everybody has a good time and it's all about himself. And then you find out what the actual goal of that is because the Kalorin Ijuin day is the anniversary of the death of Tada's parents. And he does that to try and make them feel better and happy and that is the sweetest fucking thing in the world from a character who basically spends most of the show basically two seconds away down to fuck his own body pillow and he
3: i fuck fuck me me
1: so hard says kaurin ichui wow
0: okay but okay hold on
1: but he's just the, the character moments of when he's showing that he really does care a lot for Tata. That he really wants the best for him. That he's there for him. He's there in the moments when he's basically about to lose it. And he realizes, I've lost the love of my life. And I don't know if I'm ever going to get her back. He follows her to the end of the world. He follows him to the end of the world. And he comes along for the ride to spy on him. To be like, I'm sure he's going to be okay.
2: And hit on a a lady at a fast food... I actually like how they
1: did that, because in Japanese, he probably was speaking in English, but in that, he basically was just imitating uh, Teresa, which I actually thought was a nice touch. But he actually is very sincere and genuine when it comes to a lot of the more dramatic stuff near the end, where he's like, dude, I love you, but you can be such an incredible dumbass when you're so frustrating. And it's just... I'm so impressed. Like, this is a guy whose name was still new to me. And I am very impressed with the work he's done with this character. I think he's fantastic. Good job on you, Mike. I can't wait to hear you and more shit.
0: Huzzah! Alright, GG!
4: Should I stop tweeting the tea now? In my savagery?
2: No, no? keep doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sorry, Andrew. It's
4: what you get for coming to ladies night. Oh,
2: God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It's going down for real. (laughs) All right, change. Come
0: on. Now he sees it.
2: Come on over. Come on Bottle over. Baby. baby. I sent, uh, Gigi, I sent to you what I sent to
4: him. Hold on. I'll look at it in a minute. All right. Wait, so. w- hold
2: on. Send it to me, too. I'm curious now.
4: Sending it to you, you on Twitter. Okay, cool. <laughs>
1: Okay, just because this is an audio podcast, let me explain. <laughs> Megan sent me a fucking Sans Undertale body pillow is like, hey, I got you a new I got you a new body pillow to bone, and I'm shaming you publicly because you deserve it.
2: <laughs> Can't shame what
4: has no I have no dignity! That's my secret cap! <laughs> So I'm going to keep this short and sweet so I won't get murdered, or maybe I will get murdered because it's hot. So uh, uh, Alec. Okay. This was like the one I was kind of on the fence on also along with Yui, just because as whoever said it before, um, the accent does flow in and out. And there are some parts where the accent is super thick and like THICC. And I couldn't understand what she was saying but I also had my volume down really low so it might be that I don't really know but uh, yeah I liked it a lot I really did like she's not my best girl she's she's still a coming but and I'm surprised because I really thought Alec is like the type to be my best girl but eh but I did like the performance a lot just those two those two little things but other than that it was super good Kaoru, please marry me What's this guy's name, Mike? Hi, Mike, yes. you're new. Welcome to Ladies Night. Oh, That's God, here we go. Welcome to Ladies
0: Night. Please be very careful of Gigi. Well, welcome welcome to Ladies Night. The floor hard. is slippery One, wet. Welcome to Ladies what? Night plus Andrew today.
4: <laughs> so he was so good, you guys. Like seriously, seriously. My blonde is showing right now because I can't think of the words that I want to say to express how good this performance was. But he was actually like my favorite boy. Kauru is best boy. This performance is the best male performance in here just because I've never heard of this dude. And he fucking stepped up to the plate and he killed it with this like off the wall, like kind of arrogant, but not really arrogant, arrogant with a heart character. He reminds me a lot of myself. So I understand. I feel power within my soul. And I thought he did a really amazing job. I will keep it short and sweet. Bravo. I'm going to get off my soapbox now before I slip on the floor. It's wet down here, guys. What the fuck?
2: You need to stop that. Under the sea.
4: Darling,
1: it's better <laughs> when it's get wetter. Take guess, it from me.
4: <laughs> that is not really, how this
2: song goes,
1: Andrew. I really sea. hate it
4: when we do poncho jokes. <laughs> like, it's the literal
1: Darling,
2: verse. it's better down where it's wetter. from me. What the fuck are you talking me. about? That's exactly how the song goes.
0: It, no, you said it really differently At least from what I could hear God damn it I hate
4: the Little Mermaid, there's too many fucking fish in it Can we please go to the best character Low in the fucking ta-
2: show ah. Ah, It's <laughs> <laughs> It's from yeah. the Samisa. And tada A live action
1: remake of Little
2: <laughs> Mitsuyoshi
3: Tada That's really good Okay, before <laughs> we continue Did- Megan! Sorry! Sorry! Megan, stop! <laughs> oh my God, that,
4: that was, was really good. good.
1: Jesus Christ, but no.
4: that like puts it up there with my notorious B.I.G. cat song.
0: <laughs> anyway, it hire was, me, John trying-
4: Favreau. You don't need Beyonce.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a lie. We all need Beyonce. <laughs> Andrew, what were you trying to say? I
1: wasn't going to contribute anything important. I was just going to say that live action low made Mermaid better have everybody be topless or nobody's going to see it.
4: <laughs> he really is
2: like Alpha. Tits out for Ariel, boys.
0: Correction. Correction, you're not going to see it. <laughs> if it's not
4: topless. Oh, snap, the mom came out.
0: <laughs> no, that's not even where I was going with this.
4: The milf is happening right now, friend. You stop that! Right
1: now, Missy. (laughs)
2: Uh, (laughs) What do you know? Andrew's going up to Boston for some milf and cookies. Oh!
4: I think I woke up my dog. I hope they're fresh baked. (laughs) Wow! Straight from Steph's oven to Andrew's
2: doorstep. Gigi, I can't high-five you, but thank you for going on the double team with me. Oh. Bam!
4: I can always double team with you, Megunai.
2: Well, 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 babe, we knew something like this was gonna fucking happen. Y'all, lady.
4: Shout out to you, Jamal.
2: We're gonna pour one out for your milf and cookies.
1: <laughs> you two ain't even worth the Eiffel Tower.
4: Oh! Ouch.
2: Ouch!
4: Wow! Ouch. <laughs>
2: That they, actually hurt. You told
1: me I got, ah, me I got okay.
0: one. So after more technical difficulties, a.k.a. AKA just dying of laughter, uh, we're down to one more set of characters. I believe we are ready to talk about our main, our main duo, our main romantic interests of the show. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Yes, we, we are. are. Mm-hmm. Beautiful beautiful so we are going to talk about autocorrect why'd you oh my god so apparently autocorrect thinks i'm talking about mitsuyoshi tara (laughs) instead of mitsuyoshi tada autocorrect no so mitsuyoshi tada and Teresa wagner are our two leads our wonderful star-crossed romantic couple lovers what is to one it. is a um, stoic
1: photographer who's kind of still getting over the fact that his parents are dead and the other is basically a western weeaboo who is basically all puppies and rainbows and i love her very much who is who's also
2: a princess i literally am not gonna lie that in the very first episode when uh she says that like what was it? it's like this is the a thing that the-, the, the rainbow shogun comes oh out you of, must be pulling upon totus- my leg Tada's face in that scene goes—it just goes to straight up (laughs) fucking white people. (laughs) It's true. I say this as fucking white people. It's It's very true, which is the most
1: unfortunate. It's pretty accurate. Um.
0: So anyway, uh, voicing our two lead characters as Mitsuyoshi Tada, we have Josh Greeley who has been in series such as The Ancient Magus Bride, Black Clover, and Genocidal Organ. And as for Teresa Wagner, we have Miss Sarah Wiedenheft, who has been a series a serious a, as Blood K Battlefront, Interviews with Monster Girls, and the Morose Mononoke? As far as I am aware of, this would technically be the first Sentai dub she's done. Cur-
1: currently, yes.
0: Um, so. Let's start off with... I'm just gonna pick a random name. My name will catch Tiger by the toe if he holds. My mom told me to pick the very best one, and that is why.
2: Oh, Megan! Okay, I guess we're gonna go first so i'll start with uh tata aka the guy who falls in love with a weeb um oh, look here Teresa is an a adorable fate, weeb. a
1: fate worse than death I falling for a weeaboo
2: i mean get out <laughs> you would know Sorry. damn it so would i so would i so my boyfriend likes puppets my boyfriend likes a show about puppets i love you know if man. i didn't know that was
1: about thunderbolt pandas fantasy i'd actually be very concerned <laughs>
0: I-, I thought you—it <laughs> sounded like you said Thunderbolt Fantasy. I'm like, wait a second,
4: I'll hold that is thats the, the porn, porn, that's a porn version.
3: <laughs> I was
2: gonna say, what's wrong with liking puppets? I mean, the Muppets are puppets. You, you act- disgrace Kermit like that, you asshole! <laughs> Kermit the Kermit the Frog here <laughs> is an American icon. Frog. It's an American icon. You will not slander his name. I need you to commit that to memory. Kermit the frog kid. fox. I want <laughs> you to know that. God, no. yeah, I you're not, not, having... not starting this debate hey, again. Hey Andrew. What? Hey Andrew. Remember, Yeah. How in the fresh hell do you have? Sex I mean, you a literally body? you stick the
1: hand up there. Are you really? kidding I me mean, right you,
4: now? What? I know. <laughs> You just have what? to commit to it. Literally, just, what? What? why? There's, why? There's okay. Stephanie, hold
2: me. There was a conversation between the Grimgar group where someone, I guess, somehow Chet brought, like, something about puppet sex came up. <laughs> and Chet just goes, how in the fresh hell do you have sex with a puppet? And Andrew explained it, and without missing a beat, I just put in the chat, yeah, you just have to commit to it. God damn it. Anyway, Megan, (laughs) speaking of committing to things, I really enjoy Josh Greeley as Tata, but it's so weird that I've watched Josh Greeley in so many like romantic comedies. I was like, oh, hey, this is just Josh Greeley in this show, which is really good, but I don't know what I was expecting or if I was expecting more. I really enjoyed it. I would still say that he's probably my second favorite performance. Maybe third behind uh, Karu and Howard Wang is Yamashita. But, and he's still really Like, all the guys in this show are just on their game. And it's kind of terrifying. Which is Because I feel like in romantic comedy shows, you don't really get a lot of really good guy performances. Or like, having all the guy performances be really solid. Mm. Mostly because I think these days, a lot of romantic comedies are harems. Mm, yeah. Or shit or shitty isekai shows. Kind
0: of true, unfortunately.
2: Except for apparently, uh, at least the script for How Not to Summon a Demon Lord made me laugh my ass off out of context when who was posting. Okay, that, that
1: that script—I um, cannot believe some of the shit that came out of that script. But this—that's not about. It. What was
2: what was one of like? There's ones like something exploded by the power of not nope, today. No nope, d- power of um,
1: note divided by a dope. Something like that.
2: Boom. But uh. But no, the the real star of the women is by far Sarah is Teresa, who has a Dutch accent. They they confirmed it was Dutch, which I believe Sarah herself is Dutch. Um, so it never feels inauthentic. It never feels fake. Everything that Teresa does is just just it lives in the purest, sweetest, nicest actual ripoff Disney princess. <laughs> that you've ever seen in an anime and by the end you will be screaming kiss you fucking morons like i did i i think that when she's crying towards the end and getting all the like the parts where she has to tell tada what's going on and has to like try to let him down softly and it's breaking her heart and the same with josh where he's got to realize yes you are in love your your dick is going ding for this girl it's always been going ding for this girl, like you kept you kept mementos of her in the closet to not feel anything. You fucking weirdo, like wax your katana, buddy. We know you want to. And I think that Josh and, Ter- and Sarah did a really good job. And I'm trying not to be dirty, but it's really I'm so- cute. And I'm sorry. Adorable.
1: Wax your katana.
2: Polish it, grind it down. I was gonna like say somebody.
1: un, like oh unsheath would be the euphemism of this. I'm not sure where. <laughs> Do you what?
2: I mean, she- he should. He wants to sheath it in her. N- wow. You know what? Fair. And with that, my horny ass is gonna ride off into the sunset. Take it away, whoever the hell stuff team is next.
0: Oh, good sweet baby Jesus, oh. Andrew. He's not
2: here. Okay, Season boy, 20. we're doing this.
1: Uh, okay, I will start off as well uh, with Mitsuyoshi Tada. I will say that Josh sounds deeper and a lot more low-key than what I think I'm usually used to him sounding, but I'm aware this is a of tota voice he is absolutely capable of because Josh Greeley is a talented motherfucker who can do almost anything. But I think in regards to the voice he picked for Mitsuyoshi Tada. I think it really works well because this character is mostly kind of, like, stoic and calm. He's a little more closed off in regards to how he feels, only ever really letting others in in regards to, like, when he's around Teresa. When he realizes they find some similarities in regard to how they feel about their future. That scene where they're basically explaining what their deals are when they're star seeing was beautiful. Like I really liked the, the subtle ways they were dis- talking to each other about how they felt or how they were afraid they had to like grow up early about things that you wanted to say because you were too stubborn and you never got a chance to say it again because his, of his parents di- like going one morning, he was stubborn and he never got to say what he really wanted to say because they died. And that's heartbreaking. And I just, think the way josh goes about playing him as this sort of gradual revelation that i'm in love with this girl what do i actually want to do and realizing the struggle of going around the world the uh, the struggle of taking a plane for the very first time even though he's afraid of flying and the struggle of like
2: that scene of him on the plane for the first time, it's how I feel every time I get on a fucking plane. Yes, it's Megan you and. Ha-
1: you basically were like, I've never related to something so strongly.
2: I was like, that's a big fucking mood but, right there. Yeah, ah. uh,
1: Josh Greeley as Tata is spectacular. I think he does a solid job. Now, I would like to go on to Teresa, a.k.a. Sarah Weedon have steals the F- fucking show, and runs with it for 13 episodes. I yes. shan't forget this performance, my friends. Aww,
3: <laughs> oh, you did, didn't you? Oh.
1: Sarah Wiedenhef sounds unique and distinct as Teresa, but it still sounds like something in regards to what Sarah Weedenheff is capable of doing, and I still... Like, even when it's she's going more thick with the accent, I still always can tell a little bit. This is, in fact, Tara Wiedenheff. And it's one of the more, like, distinct roles I think I've ever heard her play. And even then, she is so endearingly sweet <laughs> and adorable. And she's just... Bursting at the seams with energy and passion. And every time she does the always make thine heart a rainbow now and forever is just the cutest shit in the fucking world. And I love it. And she is just so full of energy. Like, and, and just the way she's bouncing off of Alec as well. When she gives her the fucking puppy eyes, when she's like, come on, can we please join the club? It's like, gives her the puppy's eyes, like, oh fuck, I can't win against that. God damn it. And. The fucking... Anytime she has those little, like, foreign-isms in regards to, like, weird things she says or little quirks in regards to, like, that she she is not a native English... Well, Japanese, but she is not a native language speaker. So she has these little, like, th- funny, like, things in the way she says things. Also, when she gets flustered, where she's like, D- Good dawning, my friends. It's like, ugh. Oh. I would not... Oh, another one I got. Uh, I would not... I would dare not load you for free. It just, there's so many things she says. And even then, when she gets emotional, when she realizes like she has to leave her friends and the man she loves because of her obligations to her country and to what she thinks is right and how it's tearing her up and how she's just so scared and so heartbroken is, there is so much to this performance going on. There is so much of it that makes me laugh my ass off. So much of it that basically makes my heart go, like, moe moe kune. So So much of it that makes my heart ugu, more or less. And so much (laughs) of it that, like, makes me feel for this girl and really makes me want to actually see this couple succeed. And they fucking do! Also, I'd like to say, good on you, Teresa. You're the one who technically initiated the first kiss. Girl knew what she wanted. She fucking went for it. A+. plus.
2: Oh yeah, she kisses him while he's asleep. I mean, sometimes the heart wants what the heart wants. She she did what
1: Orihime was too scared to do.
2: (laughs) So wait, she was technically still engaged to Charles. She committed
3: an wow,
0: yeah, (laughs) technically yes. (laughs) Whoops, and there goes the wholesome. Oh,
1: Teresa. Teresa's probably one of those girls who, like, I'm actually a dirty girl. I want to hold hands and cuddle and shit. Like, you fucking dirty slut. You want to hold hands. How dare you?
4: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I had a thing. Um, Also, I really fucking like this show, and this show is so goddamn sweet. And I can't fucking take Tata and Teresa because like for real like as the only bitter single person on this fucking podcast right now like just the whole thing was like so fucking ass pure like the voices both of them like no no shit when josh greeley when sexy josh greeley who we cannot forget played a vampire car
3: (laughs) I'm i'm sorry i'm
1: sorry a what?
0: Diabolic okay, lovers. Plays okay. Character okay. Named Don't worry. Su- there was a, there was a crossover with the to a
1: movie.
3: That's all I I, needed. To I just needed to
1: hear the word <laughs> diabolic lovers" and I'm like, okay, I'm not even gonna ask.
0: Yeah, character in diabolic Lovers. His name is Subaru.
1: Okay. That make- okay. Now I get it.
4: Now it makes sense. Moving on. N- now you get it. Now you get it. So, like, seriously, when he cried, I was like bawling, and I was just like. This is not how it should be. And like at this point in the anime, I literally had no idea the way that it was gonna go. And then they did that fake out fucking ending where you're like, are they gonna be together? Are they not gonna be together? And I didn't want Charles to get hurt either because Charles is a good fucking prince. And Teresa just didn't know what to do. And oh my god, okay, so everything they did was fucking perfect. Teresa, like Sarah Whedon has such a hard role to play because not only does she have a fucking accent, she's the goddamn protagonist of this show and she has to be understood and she has to be heard and she has to be sweet and innocent and a little naive, but a little not so naive because she clearly knows what she's doing. At least in some points, she knows she loves Tata. She knows she has to be the queen. Like all of that conviction has to come through so subtly that it just oh my god it blew my mind and like this was my favorite performance in the show and you know like you guys know like i i couldn't like she was so perfect here and in a show full of boys to me to give top prize to like a girl like that says something like
2: no 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 correction to a girl with an accent
4: yes exactly you know
2: what i could i I can't even ruin this moment. Gigi, you get yourself that clam chowder. Um, God damn it.
4: I was bisexual in the other episode. Thanks. (laughs) You missed that one. Damn it. I know. Next time, next time. But she was like completely perfect. This whole love story that they had to portray like through their voices. And the fact that Tada barely talks. So when Josh Greeley speaks everything has to be convincing and he had this cool like aloof sort of tone to it not like aloof like cower aloof but like just i don't really talk this is what's happening i run a coffee shop blah blah blah. my name is tada and the whole thing is he never falls in love so when he does you have to feel it like you have to feel it through the voice and i did and that is like such good acting and good direction and i just um I can't even say anything else about it. I'm having a really emotional time right now, so I'm gonna you. drop my. I'm gonna drop my mic.
3: Oh,
0: I love you, JJ. <laughs> she dropped the mic? Actually,
4: no. That was that me was
0: me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was helping her out. Oh, damn it! I didn't make the joke I was gonna make.
0: Fuck. Huh. Do you want to make? Can I do nah. an it anyway? If you want to make the joke, yes.
2: fine. <sighs> This entire show is about Tessa thinking that she likes Eclair, but in likes cream filled declares, but at the end of the day, she's straight up going for that spring roll.
4: That was really good. What the
3: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Did is that you? you? <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Andrew, really? what?
2: I told him that joke earlier and I asked him to do that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not,
1: that's that's, that's Sweetie, what you why? call the long
2: con.
3: Sweetie, why? that was
2: so good. Sweetie, why? (laughs) Why you do this to me? Please play the horn again. (laughs) you do it one more time? No.
0: no, no. Yes,
2: do it again. Do it one more time.
3: No. No. Fucking hell. Just
1: just in case anybody was getting a little too horny.
0: (laughs) All right, that's it. You are not visiting me for New Year's. You're
2: staying. Too
3: late! Oh. Too late.
0: <laughs> no, I am not picking your ass up from the airport. You don't even know where I live. You are just going to stay there.
2: Cock. I can give black. you the address. No, you will not. I will lock his ass outside. He will not get in. That's it. <laughs> Steph, you're going to take one look at that face and be like, "I can't hate no. you." And bring him inside.
4: No, I will get I one will hand give hand you, him, you like know, a little the puppy eye, and, and
1: puppy. you know you love
0: no, you will not. No, you will not if I don't actually okay, see so.
1: you. Okay, so... Also, one thing, uh, Gigi... <laughs> G-
2: now I'm expecting Andrew to stand outside steps apart with the boombox <laughs> playing the Tata over? So, oh my God, Okay,
1: please. legit question, Gigi, are you done right now? <laughs> okay, I, so, yeah. <laughs> there's one thing... There's no real place to talk about this. I, I know you're gonna go in a second, Steph. There's just... There's no real other place yeah. to talk about this. Can we talk about the fact that one of the regular customers at the Tata Coffee Shop is literally the character Golgo 13.
4: Golgo go, go 13. Go 13. And the reason I yes. want to bring this
1: up
2: is, Megan, and that- if you
1: want to talk about it, you can.
2: One of my favorite fucking jokes in the entire show is when they go to the Rainbow Shogun oh thing. Yes, yes, yes! And she's trying to win him the little fan, and you just see gogo 13 show up as a sniper. Yes!
4: so good and he wins
2: it for her and then he just closes the thing and disappears and then the cops find him which by the way i think that cop was austin tyndall that's amazing anyway anyway
0: uh so now that we've established that andrew is not gonna be visiting me this weekend uh (laughs) that's a lie (laughs) bar none my favorite and probably i think the best performances in the show bar none um starting with josh um, it's one of the rare occasions where Josh uses more of a mature, rather baritone voice in a romantic comedy. I have to add that part in there. Because um, a lot of the comedies, and ro- especially romance, romantic comedies you usually see him in, it's not this tone of voice, and it's not this kind of character, generally. The Harem King. I know, right? Um, Harem King, or Kuronosuke and Princess Jellyfish, or... Even Future Diary is not similar to this here. And Future Diary is a
3: romantic comedy? What the fuck? Wait, Wait a minute, what? My
0: brain is dying. Never mind. Oh
3: uh, yeah,
4: Future Diary, my favorite <laughs> I mean, maybe rom-com. it's a romantic comedy for me because I Honestly, get turned on by Death You probably
3: games, could whatever. edit a
1: trailer for Future Diary and make it a romantic comedy if you tried hard enough.
0: You probably could, not gonna lie. Um, that shows a train wreck and of itself, um, uh, <laughs> but my point is, it's not the typical tone of voice for the typical romantic comedy, cha- romantic comedy character that you see Josh usually in, if that makes sense. So, he has, what did I fucking say? It's definitely a deeper, baritone kind of voice, excuse me, but, um, with, with Tata, it's mature and there's actually some slight deadpan in there, which I can very much appreciate, because the kind of humor that Tata has, or is, basically, for stereotyping, is more of, like, the dry deadpan kind of humor, to an extent, to me. So, having Josh portray that in a rather aloof kind of way, again, not the Kauru aloof that was being alluded before, but a different kind entirely, it actually works very well, and I do love, enjoy that. But... Like, you guys have been saying too, when he slowly starts developing these feelings and slowly starts letting these walls down Teresa, it becomes so sweet and so endearing. And I just love it all the pieces. And I felt, like, when he started, like, when Teresa and Alec left, and he's basically feeling like absolute shit because he didn't get to say what he actually wanted to say to Teresa you feel for him
3: very very
0: very very much so and i appreciate the progression of the character and the vulnerability that josh has to portray with tada as the show goes on (laughs) um i am in agreement with andrew that sarah stole the show and ran with it like holy shit she is just downright Adorable. Did I even write notes about Sarah? I didn't even write a single note about Sarah. That is a damn shame. (gasps) Wow, I'm gonna have to wing it a little bit. So Sarah as Teresa is sweet, is charming, is naive, is just just so many things. She's very out of touch with society and how everything works and she's also very innocent and watching Sarah portray these many facets to Teresa's character but also the progression for the storyline with her and um, Tata and the two of them falling in love with each other again so so sweet and a lot of the moments where where Teresa also just nerds out weebs out however we want to frickin' say it just oh it's hard to describe this performance.
2: Wee-a-boo. With wee-a-boo. It's, hard this performance, but, wee-a-boo.
0: it's hard to describe this performance
3: with
0: It's hard to describe this performance without needing to use the word perfect because I think this performance is if not perfect. In all honesty, like it's my f- absolute favorite of the show for sure. Um, with Josh as a close second here as Tata. But um yeah, like everything about it from start to finish was amazing i didn't feel there was a slip in the accent i could understand her clearly with the accent the personality the innocence all of this complexity is there and just watching this character grow and progress throughout the show is just a joy to watch so i really really loved sarah and her performance of the show uh on that note i think it is time to go into our final thoughts yes, yes indeed. Unless we're going to be throwing more stupid fucking jokes and more fucking air horns, Andrew. The
1: phone phone is down.
4: More tea, more shade.
0: Swear to God. More
4: tea, more shade. Swear to God.
0: All right. So final thoughts on the English dub of Tata Never Falls in Love. Who actually would like? I'm going to offer this up. Who wants to go first? Me, 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 me. Gigi. Gigi called dibs.
4: I'm going to keep this very short and very sweet. If the dubbies would have actually done this year as a whole and not started in December, this would have been my best Dub of the year. It, this one this counts. One counts. N- no, but there's one that came out last December that's uh, gonna take it. I know you know it what is. it is? I do. <laughs> well, hold on,
3: hold on. Let's Wait, let's probably December? not
4: go into Dub. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's not go into Dubby
1: spoiler.
3: Okay, We're,
4: I'm cutting it out. I'm. I'm, I'm sorry. I blanked
0: for a second there. Now I know which one you're referring to
4: yeah um so yeah if this if this you know had missed it by it missed it by one show this would have been my dub of the year i love it so much and it really helps that this anime is super sweet and you guys know that like it takes a lot for me to like be super emotional about shit that's not full of trash And this is, this is not trash. It is a very good, it's a very sweet anime. People have said that it's cliched a little bit. But you know what? I think with, like, the little twist at the ending and the stuff that's going on in there. Like, I never once was bored. And I never once thought it was cliched. Other than a couple of the lines from a couple of performers, I loved every single part of this. And, like, it's fun to go in and find the little hidden characters who... Um, who are in there? Like Alejandro Saab is on the train. I had to mention him because you know I haven't. Oh yeah, episode. that was him. Um, on the train in the light novel, like the, he's oh, in there yeah. somewhere. So like, you can kind of tell the uh, little. Emily um, Cotters
1: is baby Calrissian. The little who's scared who's scared yes. of Kappas. Also, that's something we forgot. He's very terrified of Kappas.
0: Oh yeah, for yeah. some weird like, I mean- You can
4: tell you can tell the little inside jokes in this, and you know. It, it to felt be like fair, there was Papa a.
2: Papa will steal your soul at your butt.
4: <laughs> you can tell that there was a lot of love and care that was put into this, and from the performances, from the directing, from the writing, I don't know. I just really liked it. Maybe I'm super sappy right now because it's fucking still Christmas, and I hate Christmas. But we all know that I wish my life were like a Hallmark fucking movie. So this is about as close to a Hallmark movie as I could get. Good in Hallmark anime movie form. or bad Hallmark movie. <laughs> Um, like, Can- like Candace Cameron Bure, Hallmark movie, not like Melissa. Joan I'm gonna Heart, nod and Hallmark pretend movie. I
1: understand what that means, but say good for you.
0: I'm
4: gonna, you know who would understand what that means? Yeah, our fucking friend God,
1: who spent the entire month basically God. watching a different Hallmark movie every day and giving reviews.
2: <laughs> oh my <Christ>. God! Why <laughs> my favorite? Because God, if you're listening to, to this, oh you're a God. very
1: good boy, and I'm giving you all my love and kisses.
4: Okay. <laughs>
2: I give you 10 out of 10 summoned bears.
4: <laughs> oh my god, anyway. Matchmaker
2: Santa, he summons a bear! God damn it.
4: I love this an awful lot, and I'm keeping it short, and now I'm going to go cry some more. Hooray. Oh
2: I, go- wants- I guess I'll go. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Right. Uh, I-, I was, like I said, I, I was with stuff at the beginning of this year where I felt like this should have had a dubcast from the very mm-hmm. beginning. Um, this show, a lot of people are like, oh, Tata's is really boring, and it, it's cliche, and it's just not as good as Nozaki. And I'm like, I didn't want it to be Nozaki again. Like, Nozaki-kun is its own comedy demon in which I am 100% convinced that this is just taking place in a different part of the school.
0: Or a different like, part of the Nozaki
2: shena- yeah, Like, all the Nozaki-kun shenanigans are in, like, the other building. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... I think that the performances in this show are fantastic, it's funny, it's heartfelt, it's really- it's a lot- it's honestly, I think, a little bit more endearing to you in your own language. Um, not to say the Japanese track of the show is bad, I- I I'd watched, like, six episodes of it and I really enjoyed it. Um, the one thing I would like to say is I'm very, very happy that the guy who actually plays Alpha in the Japanese is feeling better.
3: Oh, right! Um,
2: he actually had to s- stop- he had to actually stop being oh, Alpha. yeah, that was- he was so- That super. was Yuichiro
1: that? Umahara-
2: Oh, or, uh, he was all- Yep, that was, uh, he's also Goro in Darling in the Franks in Japanese, and he also had to step away from doing Wasn't that. he also he somebody in
1: Legend been. of the Galactic Heroes?
2: He was Kirshise. Oh, wow, okay. Yep, that guy was Kir- He was doing all of this in one season, and he got, like, I think, like- sp- He got something that's very, very close to, like, I think, MS. Oh. I think he's doing better
1: now, him. but yeah, it's-
2: he is doing better now because he is unfortunately the Copland Slayer. Let's let's not,
1: <laughs> let's not turn this into dunking on other things.
2: Let's not, but no, I'm very happy that he is feeling better, even though we are a, a dub performance group. Um, we're happy that he is feeling a lot better, and hopefully he can be there for sub fans uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, but I, I genuinely like a lot of the cast. I was, like I said before, I'm very happy that this was not a rehash of the Nozaki-kun cast. Um... To me, I think that as much as I... I love the Nozaki-kun dub. Nozaki-kun for a very long time... To- still stands as one of the better one of the best dubs Sentai has ever done. Um, so... And this goes right up there with it. I think... I want to say David Wald has actually done the best two Sentai dub casts this year. Between Bloom to you and Tata. I'm
1: kind of willing to agree with you, actually, I th- yeah.
2: I a uh, Home video-wise... I think the overall best Sentai dub of the year is still on. We'll get day, to yeah, that. We'll get to that. Very, very... We'll get to that one sometime next year. Uh, but overall, I really loved it. I think you should check out the show, especially if you like sweet romantic comedies uh, and always remember to have the rainbow in your heart and that the color of the rainbow is rainbow. Damn it.
0: <laughs> Speaking of sweet, sweetie, did you want to go next? Do you want uh, me to
2: go next? I'll,
1: I'll go next. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. That was a really cute transition. You're welcome. That That was cute. Yes. Uh, Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Uh, Diabetes.
1: Shut up. Yes, it's We are doing this, Uh, anyways. uh,
0: Yes, we are heterosexuals, Megan. All right, don't joke. I
1: wasn't even gonna. Oh, you're talking about Megan. Okay. Um,
0: uh, I'm talking about Megan. I'm not talking about you. All right. Let me do the thing. (laughs)
1: Heterosexual.
0: Do the thing. What are your final thoughts? thoughts.
1: Uh, This was a show I was. I was pretty interested in because. (laughs) I like Doga Kobo and I like uh, a lot of the crew attached cause it was basically like Nozaki-kun and new game people attached. And I like both of those things. And this was something I always wanted to check out, but due to like certain reasons, I just kind of d- dropped off of it. And then I heard it was getting a dub and I'm like, I'd really like to cover this as a dub whenever we get it. And the dub is delightful. It is a very fun time. There's a lot of chaotic, comedic energy as well as a lot of really touching heartfelt moments i think the show itself is i would not say it is like the most unique thing i've ever watched but i really didn't need it to be to reinvent the wheel it was just a very sweet touching show with a really enjoyable ensemble cast a show where it's like even the fucking pervert character and the obnoxious best friend characters are really endearing and sweet and i really felt for them and it's just It's a very delightful, pretty fun show. I really enjoyed this cast of characters. I really enjoyed the English cast. I really appreciated the amount that went into the dub, and especially the fucking amount of glorious gold that went into this script. Like... Mm. Like, the fact that it rivaled some Ichi shows in regards to wordplay on titties is fucking impressive. That... The, the puppies, puppies. <laughs> the puppies, <laughs>
3: puppies. That was probably like
1: one of the hardest gut laughs that the show gave me. Was just
2: her fucking like the puppies. That was not the 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 puppies line almost rivals you. Ha- You're a It almost does. <laughs> what is it with? That is still the best adaptative line. Anyways, right I really
1: it. enjoyed watching the show, and the dub was delightful, as I said. I very much enjoyed it quite a lot.
3: Okay.
0: That leaves me. Again, I really wanted to see a dubcast for this one from the very beginning. And I'm glad we're not waiting at least... I, I'm glad we didn't have to wait like a year or more for this to happen, and we got it like at least half a year later. I'll take that as a win for, for, that, for me. Anyway, um everything about this show, I it's been a while since I've seen a really fun romantic comedy series um, and when I watched it, Tata definitely was the fill, fill, filled that need for me, but um when we got the dub oh my god it wasn't what I was expecting at all, and like I said earlier I think it's one of the better dubs that I've seen from Sentai, if not the best one I've seen from this year from them um again I haven't seen Bloomin' To You people keep telling me to watch
2: Bloomin' To You it's another show you haven't seen yet from Sentai that you need to finish starts with an M mm-hmm. you right I'm gonna try and marathon
0: that for the next couple of days that and My Hero Academia but uh hmm. I still need to finish go season two but anyway I digress um Everything that with this dub, I think is just amazing from the direction to the casting to performances to the script, including all the fun little in jokes and puns that you can name, they go in there and the diversity of the cast and the risks that were taken in this show, especially casting relative newcomers or complete unknowns really in some of the major roles. It's a risk, and I think it really paid off. Um, so, this show, first of all, better, not only, well, obviously it'll come out on a video eventually, it's better to get a premium edition. I swear to God, I will buy it in Okay,
1: Okay, okay,
2: Instant. Don't get, don't get
1: threatening. Don't get threatening on the people no we like.
2: I will cut you a piece of cake. To better, buy
1: better.
0: There we go. But, I like, if there's a premium edition of this show, I will probably
2: pre-order day one. Like, I know I shouldn't, but I probably will. Uh, but, yeah, everything... I keep saying that to myself, and yet I have three. I have three LEs ordered for the first three months of next year for Funimation. Woohoo! But,
0: yeah, this, this is probably one of my favorite dubs in general, probably, from the past year. And it's really sweet and endearing, and everything about it just... I. It's phenomenal. If you haven't seen one, if you haven't seen the show, it's cute and adorable. You should see it. But two, if you haven't seen the dub of the show, what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: If you're, if you're almost two and a half to three hours into this episode and you still haven't watched the dub of the show, bravo to you. Take it. Go watch the dub dub of dub of the show.
0: It's very, it's very enjoyable and I love it so very, very much. Yeah, so if you are interested in seeing the English dub for Tata Never Falls in Love, <coughs> again, as mentioned earlier, it is licensed in North America by Sentai Filmworks. Excuse me. I have no idea oh, whether sure. or not it has been licensed in other countries, as far as I know of it is not. Um... <coughs> In terms of where you can find it, um, as the time of this recording, there has not been a physical release, nor has one been announced for the show as of now. Uh, So right now, the only place where you can watch this show is streaming off of High Dive. Both the Japanese and the English Dub versions are on there. The Dubcast version of the English Dub is on there. As well as you can also Um, watch it
1: on the uh, Verve platform as well if you had that too
0: you right. I forgot that's a thing that happened in the past several weeks. Um, so it is available on Verve as well, since High Dive now has their own little channel on Verve. Um, in terms of High Dive, if you are interested in Testing out a little membership or anything like that. We do have a special little coupon code for you if you put double talk 2018 um, Whether you sign up with a new account or if you have an existing account And you can add little coupon codes into your account um, if you do that You can get 50% off of one month subscription of high dive our gift to you um, But otherwise than that if you're interested in anything else that we do uh, Let's see I'm losing my brain. How do I normally do this?
2: Hi, I'm Queen Era 2. You can follow me at Queen Era 2 on Twitter. I shitpost. Thanks, fam. Gigi.
4: Hi, my name is Gigi. I'm on Twitter and at YouTube at AnimePalooza, where apparently I cry a lot and talk about Udapri and stuff,
2: and figures. They're very nice.
4: Until I get banned from... Hi my, na- Hi, my name is
1: Andrew. You, you can find me on Twitter at man 9000 I also go by the name Classy Spartan. You can find me over on the Funimation forums and Discord, where I serve as a moderator community manager. And I also do another podcast for Surreal Resolution called Podcast ONA, where we discuss anime news and the like, alongside fellow Dub Talk cohort, Jet.
0: My name is Stephanie. You can follow me on Twitter at like Anime, wow, Anime Review with review being spelled R-E-V-U-E. I also have a blog as well. Um Life and Times Otaku wow. You're so Life close, you otaku. can do it! Wordpress.com, motherfucker. Alright. Um, with with general stuff, whether it's anime, personal things, fun stories, anything like that, that's where I will post them. Just things off the top of my head. If you're interested in anything that Dubtalk in general does, the best way to follow us, of course, is you're already here on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button down below. Uh, we post, we try to post episodes every week, once a week, sometimes twice a week, depending on what's going on. Uh, you can also follow us on various social media platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitch, all at Dub Talk Podcast. And hey, if you are interested in supporting us and what we do here at the show, um, we do have a coffee or Ko-Fi account, um, if you want to buy us a coffee, um, you don't have to, but anything is greatly appreciated. Um...
2: I think that's it. My brain is done.
4: So, so Megan, did you fall in love today?
2: I've always been in love with Roots of Justice.
4: Stephanie, did you fall in love today? Maybe. Andrew, did uh, you fall in love today? Shut yeah, with the, the Sans body pillow.
1: <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yes, I did. Thank you, Steph. Thank you for not being a sans Undertale body pillow.
0: You are welcome anytime That sweetie. you know of Whoa Whoa Hold on Hold on Hold
4: on no
3: anyway, I was trying to be
4: th- nice and then Meg you, it. god damn it no,
1: Thank me. you Gigi I did
4: Who's crying?
0: <laughs> anyway uh on that note oh. I believe Hold on Uh oh I have Oh some god important. no What What did you do?
2: <laughs> what the fuck you Grip. do? <laughs> so uh, st- I just have one thing. I need to. I feel like we opened up a lot, and I need to to play the song of my people as we we, we leave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do a sweet thing. Okay, now you stop.
0: And then we got copyright strike on there. What the fuck? Okay.
1: You know what? Okay. You know what? Fuck you. That was funny. <laughs>
2: and then this now do the sweet thing that you were gonna and do and this video gets claimed all by right.
1: youtube Fucking you all hell. right <laughs> otaku on my friends all and remember always make thine heart rainbow make thine heart rainbow now and, and
4: forever love your faces have a good night everyone then and up god damn it
2: <laughs> <laughs> i fucking quit
3: Beautiful,